We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of man. And you know, he don't scream a man. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the human kind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go fishing They got to stay at home They Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shame they can't come out to play. And welcome to the 4K1G Fishing Show on the 24th of June 2023. What a gorgeous morning. A little bit nippy last night, by the looks of it, the weather gods has given us fishermen a lovely bit of weather to go and chase some fish, some Spaniards. Tides aren't conducive with it, no. though, Gazza? No, they're not, mate. Morning, buddy. How no, are you? I'm good, mate. That was a bit of a slow start from you there. Hey, I thought I'd take my time just work into it. professionalism? No. 
No. Was it tired in it? Yes. Yes, maybe. I've done my Richmond trip this week. Yeah, I know. That that always takes it out of me, that one. Big old trip. You go out for the night and back the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy, but I get a lot done in that amount of time. How many people do you call on in Richmond? Or you do it? Not a hell of a lot in Richmond, but Hewenden is is really big for me. Nice. It's fantastic. No, it's uh, it's a good weather this weekend. I think it's... um, up a little bit tomorrow, but nothing to... What were you saying? 10 to 15? Yeah, but nothing to um, yeah. to worry about. Well, let's have a look at that. And what's, oh. what are the tides doing this weekend, oh, Gaza? No. More for my well, own personal. Yeah. Now, you're going to stay home. We're going to talk about your trip yeah. to Yungala and, and so forth. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm having a... Well, I've got to clean the shed out. Yes, you do. While I was away... My captives got away. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they picked the lock and away You'd have they to went. find some new ones, mate. Early Beach, I could have easily. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. so uh, no, I'm just going to chill out for the weekend. I want to go for a fish, but I'm not going to. Today is uh, six knots, um, maximum of nine oh, um, through please. the day. And then tomorrow, eh, not too bad tomorrow, eight to tens, maxing tens. Um, so hey, nothing wrong with that. She's going to be a yeah. glorious day out on the water. And then Monday's well. half reasonable as well. You know, I'd so want to be out chasing a billfish on these. Well, um, not much run, but you work a little bit harder. But um, I went around and had a bit of a visit with Lockie and Gaz. Uh, um, uh, Gav yesterday, and he said I'm going to take the riv out and, and go chase some billies. Yeah, not a lot of runs, so you're going to have to work a little bit. Mm. The old bait spreads a little bit, so you just concentrate in an area yeah. then. Yep. Um, and, and doesn't mean the Spaniards aren't going to bite. No, but, they'll uh, still bite. Oh, most definitely. Maybe a little bit harder. It mightn't be full on because yeah. you certainly do like that tidal run. I mean, we're massive advocates of uh, neap tides. Um, yeah, we, we, like, we don't yeah. believe in the no run, no fun. But there is places, situations um, where I've got to have the run. Like a neap tide for cattle, I love it. Yep. Absolutely love it. It's a cracker. Or even even Hinchinbrook, I like neaps. Um, remembering that I think there's a bit of run of the night time. So not um, too bad. They they've still eat. If you find those bait schools and you work those bait schools, your Spanish tend to drop a little bit deeper. Yeah. Um, on on not much run, whereas yep. your billfish will still be pushing that bait around when yeah. you find it. And this is a sort of this is when um something like a downrigger ball really comes into its yeah. own because exactly what you just said, the bait does tend to drop a bit deeper. Hence the Spaniards are going to be a bit deeper. So there's no point trolling the laser pro at two meters when uh, they're thirty yeah. meters down. And, you know, you just have that downrigger ball, you drop it to 25 metres. And where, where people get mixed up with downriggers is they think that, uh, because traditionally there's always a bait on the back, a gar or a wolfie or whatever. It doesn't have to be. You can put whatever you want. You can pull a lure on you the back. You can pull a lure. I, I, I often do that. Definitely. Yep. The only, like I love, if I'm trolling a wolfie or something, that's all I troll because you've got to, be so slow, you troll them dead slow, that, that yeah, yeah, let's say a laser pro or Helco, it, it will just uh, be on the surface. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, as I've said before, I usually have a unrigged bait behind my, that's for billfish, so. Yeah. When they hit that, it comes up and everything follows it up then, so they're yeah, all up in sure. the mugs. But your billfish will still be eating, that's the whole idea of how they, uh, how they set themselves up for this time of year. Can they come down from the reefs where they've been born and they just eat, eat, eat all the way down the coast. So they're still eating. Yeah. You've just got to be there for the uh, for the bite time. And Most definitely. Usually, usually late in the afternoon when there's not much run. Yeah. Try and stay out there as long as you can. Yeah. Um, find that um, 
if there's a little bit of a tide change, work that tide change, but uh, the afternoon, just stay there. If you can get there early, an early bite, mm. uh, maybe a change on the tide bite and then an um, afternoon bite. If you, when you look at um, skeds in billfish comps, yeah, um, a lot of the bites come in the afternoon, three, four o'clock. Okay, really? Yeah, yep. yeah. A lot of a lot of fish start have a little bite before. Uh, before Are you starting to head going. home at that time in your tub? It depends what the weather's like. Yeah, because normally the afternoon sea breeze is kicked in by then. Yeah, but if I when I get the good weather, those zero to five variables from the <sighs> southeast. What are they? Um, it stays, and it's and if it's a forecast for two or three days. Mm. And I'll come home. It is nothing um, like coming home from out there, although my boat doesn't go fast, so I can still mm. come home at 28 knots and they're nice days. It's plenty fast. So I'll stay out there as long as I can and there's there's been numerous days bill fishing where I've got back to the ramp on dark. So, so no, mate, I'll, I'll stay there. It, it depends what everything's looking like. Mm. If the bait's looking crap and I know it's not going to happen, no, I'll, co- I'll come home. No, fair enough. Yeah, and I might might have a look on the way back at a couple of little areas, um, and then just motor back. But if it's a bite, I don't want to leave. I just stay. I and bet I you stay don't. And I stay, and then in the end, I go. Nah, I've got to go. Time to go. Yeah, I'll be coming back in the morning, which yeah. nothing wrong with that. It's amazing how you sort of you, you get your timing right. Like when I leave the reef, for some reason, I always come in just as it's. So that sun's going yep. down and everything. It, it seemed to get the timing right, and you're sort of like you're leaving it, leaving it, leaving it. Because you, you know when you're at the reef and you put in such an effort, especially yeah. in the boat our size, you don't want to turn around and come home. You're like I'm here. I want to make the most of this day, so you leave it at the last possible sort of yeah. thing. And at this um, stage of year, look, our whales are going to be turning up soon. Yes, and it sounds funny, Should but be you already, you would think. Yeah, but I haven't heard any reports no. yet. But um, look, you've got to be um, vigilant. Um, people have and do hip whales of a night time um and it's normally the outcome's not good no i won't leave in the dark hmm. um if i'm going to leave it's just when that light is cracking the horizon yeah so when you into just starting in the bay i can see yeah um because many of time been racing across the bay and boom there's a whale and a calf yeah. a mo- mother whale and a calf just rolling around in the middle of the bay or even closer yeah definitely yeah, just Mouth outside of the, of the shipping channel it's amazing guys Awful news through the week, and I can't understand why people are making comical memes and, and all sorts of jokes about it all over social media, but um, the five people lost their lives in the submarine. They did. So, yeah, it's, human nature is just horrible sometimes. It's like the last thing I would do is, is sit down and try and make a joke about five. It's like it's because one was a billionaire and people are seen to be like, oh, well, suck shit. Well, all the money they, in the world and you still die. They must have all been fairly well off to be able oh, of to course, afford the but ticket. The, but. Yeah, of course. Or this billionaire may have paid for everyone. At the end of the day, it's still alive and you don't. Yeah, it's, mate, it's an interesting one. Would, would it have been an unbelievable experience if it all went right? Yes. Well, oh, of course. Well, end, no. And it has many a times. That, that wasn't a maiden voyage. I don't this know. company had, had uh, done it many a time. And, yeah. uh, like, if you've got the – like, there's a few things on multi – but because they get bored, they need to find yeah. something yeah. to do. And well, one is to walk on the moon and another would have to be, sure, see the Titanic. Yeah, that would be an incredible experience to say that you were looking out the window at the Titanic with all the history and – and everything that goes with it. I mean, you and I would be looking for the fish where you drop a vibe. Where you go. But, yeah. You know, or maybe looking out for rose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, heap of heap of fishing line tangled on the bowsprit. Oh, they're yeah. fishing over there. But for me, it would be incredible. 
I, be I, if I could do it and I felt safe, but I'm a bit of a chicken with stuff like that. I'm the, like, um, it's the yeah, roller no. coasters and that sort of thing. I'm like, mm, no, yeah, I'm not tired. I, I don't know yet. whether I would have done it or not. It no, would been... you would be in two minds, but it, like I say, it had been tried and proven to be a safe sort of excursion. But you know, so are planes, and they still go down. Everything. A- we everything ride on a plane. I've never been in a helicopter. I've had the chance to be in a I've helicopter. I've been in quite a few. I've been but lucky I've never with been the original Uruquois and then obviously the Blackhawks when they come. But I've just been in a lot of light aircraft. When I worked on the farm, we had planes everywhere. Yeah. Spent a lot of time in little planes. Speaking of planes, I've rushed home from Richmond. I got a little bit late. A little Did bit late. About, strand about 20 it? past five, I got down there to see them incredible, that incredible machine. It's just, oh, my God, F-35. Beautiful. So Nice. Oh, when, when he was getting up to a fairly, not even nowhere near close to top speed, you could you could hear it whistling before it come to you, and then there's yeah. that. I was like, in Airlie Beach. I, I seen some amazing sights along the beach at Airlie. My beach <laughs> did. <laughs> One of them was an it was an Air Force plane, the big prop job, low oh, okay. flying along the beach at Airlie. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah, I didn't look at that, but it was pretty good. <laughs> Apparently, it was there. <laughs> yeah, it was. Nearly hit me on the head. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So, uh, so yeah, that's as good as the air show I got. Oh, beautiful. Yes. No, no, we thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a lovely afternoon down the oh, Strand and. And uh, it's funny, when I sit down the strand or whatever with the family, I look at all the spots where I troll and where I've caught barrows. And I point them out to Jakey and whatever, we have a bit of a giggle. Well, um, this afternoon down Palaranda is the Festival of the Wind. You'll be good at that. Oh, that sounds exciting. (laughs) It's some big kite-flying festival down there with massive big kites and everything. Oh, that might be fun to go and have a look at. So I'm going to go and have a look, yeah. I'm going to take mine. Have you ever seen kite fishing? I've never well, seen it, but I've seen seen it. Yeah. Technically, it's a little bit tricky to do, but it can be quite successful. It depends which way the wind's I blowing. I think they, yes, indeed. If the wind's blowing straight into your face, it's hopeless. Your bait ends up a mile behind well, you. you pick a different spot to fish, Gaz. They do it a lot at a place called Quabba in WA. Quabba? Yeah. Steep. Good on you, Quabba. Yeah, steep point, and these areas, Quabba, they fish off them with kites because you're, you're way, way above the water, mm. and they get them way out. Oh, Amazing place. It's a beautiful... And, and they catch Spaniards and all sorts of stuff off the rocks. Yeah. And you look at it and you go, how the heck do you get that fish? But they have flying gaffs flying and all, uh, all the good stuff. So. Yeah, which is fantastic. Yeah, an amazing, amazing place, really. Just north of Carnarvon, it is. Beautiful. Steep and speaking point, of amazing, really. you've done an amazing trip this week. Give us we a did, bit of a rundown. After the show yeah. last week. You were, uh, you were relishing at it. You couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. After the show last week, raced home, did the podcast, obviously, threw the podcast up. Mm. Um, then jumped in the car with the camper trailer on and headed to um, Yungler Dam up the top of the Pioneer Valley. Gorgeous. Never been there. Oh, so, so nice. Yeah. It's a wild drive coming from the coast because there's the steepest little bit of road, little turn road, and you head up that. That sounds exciting. That's part of the Yeah, part it of the is adventure. so steep. And then off you go through to get to it out the back of Yungler is really, really nice. Yeah. But you can come from Collinsville. Um, if you didn't want to tow a massive van or boat um, from the coast, you could come from the back of Collinsville. Beautiful. And come in that way through Nebo's. Yep. Really nice. And so. how many days did you spend there? Uh, we got there Saturday and left there Tuesday. So three. Tuesday. Oh, well, that's a good time. So uh, A little bit nippy up there too. Oh, it was freezing. Yeah, but it would have been. I put a few photos up on our page. Yes. How good did the big dog 
welding and fabrication fire pit go? It's a good thing. I've got to go around and see Ben because he's got something else for Has us. He, so. Yeah, I yeah, I had fire every night in it. Yeah, sat around it. It was so so. Good. It is heavy duty, little sucker. Yeah, they're isn't it? really heavy duty. They're not a flimsy little tin thing. No. Um. So, you're going to take that call because it could be someone on the water. Go on. I think so. I think you know what. You're right. Let's do it. Let's do it, Gaza. This could be the first one of the day. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, boys. How are we? Oh, good, Kyle. How are you, buddy? Good, very good, actually. Have you got a morning report for us? No, but I did get out yesterday and I seen some whales, a dugong, a couple of crocodiles. So oh, beautiful. You did see whales, eh? Yeah, so out the back of Fourfoot, they were cruising towards Solomander. Ah, oh, brilliant. That's a good thing. Fantastic. I can't wait to get the kids home, out. I up, on the way home, I pulled up at that yellow boy inside the cape there. Yes. Two dugongs popped up, not even 10 metres from the boat. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Aren't they gorgeous? Oh, they're majestic creatures. Yeah, yeah, I love them. Such a cute-looking thing. They're really good. And that's brilliant to see them in, uh, you know, that's not numbers, but to see it's pretty rare back in, you know, 10 years ago that didn't happen. So um, that that, that zone there is certainly working. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. How would you go yesterday? I got a couple of nanny guys out near Broken Rock there. Where largemouth or them smallmouths? Yeah, largemouth. Just some smaller versions, but yeah, yeah. they'll be good too, and that's for sure. Oh, definitely. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, dropped some good goldens at the boat, and bloody hundred just bludgered Trevally, but it was a good fun day. Uh, when you say goldens, you mean what? Finger oh, mark? Golden Trevally. Oh, Golden, golden Trevally. Have you ever but eaten the Golden Trevally? I love them. They are they tasty are, buggers, aren't they? They are actually in my top five fish. I know it's weird, but I don't no? know. I just. I rate them. I really do rate them. Yeah, people hear Trevally and go, Ugh, and run a mile. But yeah. they're I'm, actually... I'm about to put the video up. I, I was stupid. I didn't tail it. I just tried to grab it by the leader and pull it in. I know better. And snap, she swam away. <laughs> oh. Oh, it well, you'll be rewarded. Part, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Oh, well, that's great. How's the crabbing been? I, have, I went... Uh, the old boy went last weekend. He only got five on the new moon, so that slowed up a bit because we got, I think, 13 two weeks before on the full moon. So Yes. Yeah. They definitely do slow down in winter around the new moon, but you still get a bulk amount around the full moon, I find. So, yeah. Definitely. And with them lower, uh, them smaller tides, um, the, your Spaniards didn't want to play yesterday? No, I did not get a hit by a Spaniard. I was very upset. That's why I went over to the Cape. Yeah. I was trawling around my RMGs and my Halco Laser Pros. And yeah, nothing, eh? Nothing. Got a couple of grinner, but that was it. Yeah, and with that, what was the conditions like yesterday? Absolutely mint? Well, earlier it was a bit lumpy over the other side of the Cape, but by oh, one o'clock it was bloody beautiful. I was doing 30 knots. I went all the way up to Bray Island and that. Oh, and yeah, yeah. It was nice. Yeah, and look, that little bit lumpiness in the morning, I prefer that for Spaniards anyway, rather than dead yeah, calm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It stirs them up, gets the bait. Yeah, active and whatnot, but yeah, I just couldn't get them to chew yesterday. No, nah, and you probably some wolfies, but yeah. yeah, you'll find it would have been different if if you had like a two meter run or something like that because of, and Gaz and I were just saying the neap tides as far as Spaniards or pelagics go is not is not um preferable, definitely not. Yeah, I just don't find they move around as much and they're not as active. No, they sort of tend to school up and just sit there in their little pockets. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it certainly doesn't mean don't bother because you're not going to get hit. You've got every chance in the world of getting eaten. It's just not 100%. Prime. You're not catching if you're not fishing, eh? Ain't that the truth, buddy? Hey, you want to chase a number for, yeah, I'll get for one you and Sam? Yeah. Yep. Hey, mate, you're number one. Beautiful. I oh, know. I should have gave. Are you? You're meant to be a hundred. You go from the top backwards. When well, you're not I've in gone there. from one to a hundred this time. You can go from a hundred backwards. Um, <laughs> you're number one, mate. Did I you should, just pull rank? I pulled rank, and I, I, uh, and Simone is number two. I should have made Simone number one, being the king of your household, and you number oh, two. Come but, on, mate. but you're not wrong. She mate. tells me wrong. that. <laughs> When she dropped the remote over the other day, she said, I'm the boss of the household. Don't let him tell you any different. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me one little bit. She <laughs> can say what she thinks. She can, mate. Hey, one and two for you guys. No worries, boys. Have a good weekend, eh? You Thanks, too, Kyle. Kyle. See you, mate. Bye, mate. See you, boys. Bye-bye. There's uh, Kyle Curry, and uh, if you jump on Facebook, NQ Fishing with Curry, you can see his crabbing exploits. Catches a couple. Oh, Taught him everything very well. he knows. With his ultimate crab pots? Yes, the ultimate pro crab pots. Uh, just looking at the weather. Hey, we're going to have a chat with Dave's going to call in today from reeling uh, vet- from the Reeling Veterans. Awesome. Have, hey, a, have uh, a chat with us. Cleveland Bay, south-southwesterly at seven knots. Davies Reef, easterly at seven knots. And Yongala, easterly at seven knots. So Beautiful. Not too bad out there, and it'll get better. South-southwesterly will drop off when everything starts heating up, so it'll be Definitely. beautiful. Dave, if you're listening this morning too, you're chasing our studio yeah. number, 47244824. For all of our new listeners out there who want to call in during the ad breaks and uh, get, us, uh, get yourself a bingo number, Four seven two double four eight two four. Are you going to risk a, the biscuit? For I'm going to risk call? the biscuit because early ones. Yeah, they might uh, be on the for water. Long time listeners and so forth. Might be on the water. So, good morning, fishing show. Yeah, good morning, boys. Hey, Ernie, how you going? I'm good, mate. Couple good. of numbers for you guys. Please, mate. Judy is number three, and you are number four, Ern. Thanks, mate. Good Have on you, buddy. Nice Have See a you, nice buddy. weekend. Bye, Bye. mate. Bye, bye. All yeah, right. it's um, it's a beautiful weekend to be on the water. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm going to just chill out. So, younger, younger, uh, oh, big I'm, dam. Uh yes, it is. Re- it's not massive like some big dams we've seen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, massive, big long dam right down the valley. A lot of trees on the other side, boneyards as they can call them. Yes. Um, and so, but obviously I didn't have a boat, so I couldn't get over there. No. So I read. And fishing off the bank is perfectly legal. Yes, yeah, yeah. Is it perfectly legal in every dam now? Yes, I think in Faust. Because Faust was the only one because of the wee. Because of the wee. But now they've let um, campers camp all over the edge of Faust in the one corner. Didn't that ruin the ambience? Yeah, I know, but it's very, very popular. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Anyway, I read a few things about Youngler before I went and spoke to um, a few people that had been there. And um, they said camp on the northwestern side because the wind whips up really savage. Okay. So I thought, right, we'll go. I got my little compass out on my phone and went northwestern side over here. So I drove around there. There's one big finger where all the camping is. You can't just willy-nilly camp no. on the dam. bit like Faust and so yeah, forth. Yeah, so, so yep. we went to the camping area. It's eight bucks a night for two people. There's a little mm. honesty box and a thing. A little, it's cheap. It's cheap as, considering... They have just put brand new toilets and showers in there. So, from what I believe, before we were, before, it was cold showers, um, but now they are brand new hot and hot showers. Um, so hot, brand new hot showers, and we were a fair way away, um, and used them a couple of times. But I have 
a um, I bought a thing called a companion aqua heat last year. Right. For when I go away. Yep. It's a little gas burner. Hmm. And you run your water through it through a shower and you get your own hot shower. So I put my little shower cubicle up on the bank and just would have a shower. Oh, you're that. proper. Save. We were on the whole show. We're about 200 metres from the shower. I couldn't walk that far. No, no we were miles away. We were miles away. So so camped on the northwestern side in this mm. beautiful little bay and just um, put the camper trailer up overlooking the water about 15 metres off the edge of it. Yeah. Um, and just sat there and... Do you get cattle milling around? Yeah, we had a massive big bull only five metres from us just in our camp. And then oh, that would have been cool. Yeah, I, I actually took a photo of it, Kayleen cooking and this bull almost mm. eating out of the pot she was ha- cooking. Have in. you seen them eating the lily pads before? Yeah, when they get... I've seen them at Faust get amazing. in the water. And you, well, this thing's just walking along, chomp, chomp, chomp. And there was... A he little, was obviously no threat. No, I walked up to him and he, he just kept eating and moved along and there was this little, little willy wagtail as he pulled grass up the little willy wagtail was in under his nose must have been getting all the bugs and stuff out of the grass oh the willy wagtail bird bird yeah yeah, yeah. how cool is that yeah so he following the bull along um so yeah we camped on the side of the lake there was a, a few people there on saturday most people and i would think it was um like people from collinsville or nebo mm. or or Mackay, um tow their boats up there and fish for the weekend and off they go yeah is there skiing in there there, there is yes. There was one boat racing around with a tube on. Yeah. Um. So they were racing around. There's a few boats headed way over the other side. Yeah. Um. To the to the trees. Um. And it was a, a fair way across. And there was a a guy in a kayak. He disappeared. Off he went. And then and it kayak, made me yes. think kayaking. But a few three or four years ago, Shez and Chriso went there, and they had kayaks. And they paddled right across the other side to these trees. Yeah. And it was a long, long way. Yeah. And I sort of thought, oh, that's a bit too far for me to paddle. I, my arms would fall off by the end. So yep. there's a few little um, um, boats set up for fishing, obviously, as we know, side imaging and yes. 360 and all that type of thing whizzing around way over the other side. So it was nice, mate. We just chilled. And then I set up a fishing rod. Obviously, need a permit. Yes. Need a SIPS permit to fish it. So I got my permit online. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just walked through a few bays throwing soft plastics and oh, little good. surface lures. I didn't expect any sooties, but I thought I might be lucky enough to find a barra. Mm. Um, but um, no, I didn't. Tilapia are in there, which surprised me. Oh, you, you visually saw them? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And there's a big sign at the boat ramp saying dispose of them properly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's tilapia in there, which I, I have no idea how I was they talking to Rooker through the week, speaking of tilapia, and he was listening to the show when we were, um, we were talking about them being the, the most commonly eaten fish in the world well, and yeah. apparently quite tasty. He, he was surprised. He got them mixed up with carp at first, and I'm, I'm like, carp? Huh? He no. goes, yeah, you crazy bastards talking about eating carp. They do eat no, carp. No, no. They do, but they, down south. But that's a different story. Yeah. And then well, we still said, ah the tilapia. We, so. Well, we import two hundred tons of tilapia into Australia for human consumption. Mm. It's crazy, but yet you ridiculous. But you can't pull one out of the water. Please tell and, me uh, I can't and, and take it. it home. Yeah, so, you, so when you pull it out of the water, and it's, it's a good um, reminder, people, um, you have to humanely. Um, Kill it, yeah, basically, as you do, as, you do um, as soon as possible, uh, and bury it. Um, 
why you can't take it home and feed your family is beyond me, but that's, that's, a, that's yeah. another fantastic So, yeah, I, um, I walked around the banks. Um, I was throwing surface lures. No, nothing better than watching a little frog skip across the lilies. And, oh, yeah. And I was waiting because there's Saratoga in there as well. So I'm hoping. Oh, the Holy Grail. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, and nothing. And then... Um, on the last day, I thought I'll go, I'll go over near the wall. We could see the wall from where we were camped. It was beautiful. Yeah. So I thought I'll go over near the wall. There's a, a big long beach there, and I thought the wind, light winds blowing in there. The sun's been shining on this beach all day. Oh, you've set the scene beautifully, like Gary. So I put my deck chair up, put my oh. sunscreen on, and just laid there. Deck chair. Yeah. Um, no, I had um, a little paddle tail, white paddle tail from Berkeley. Yes. And uh, unweighted, and there was one little clump of lilies about 20 metres off the beach. And I threw this over to this, and it hit the water, mm. and then a massive swirl around my lure, and then I tweaked it, and then another massive swirl, tweaked it again, and then the swirl went the other direction. So that's as close as I got. No! I did, I know. And, mate, I threw another 300,000 casts in that area. Yep. Just hoping that... And it didn't happen? Still, no, it didn't happen. So, But it was good, beautiful, just walking around. A nice place to camp. Yep. We just chilled out Would there. have been busy because we're right in the middle of nomad season. No, the, they don't go there. Okay, they don't? No, you don't get a lot there because of the... Um, the steepness of the road and not a lot coming. Oh, from, good. Not a lot coming. Well, not good, but no. You, you get <laughs> good. the you get the um, the ones who probably come in from Collinsville with their really big vans. Yeah. Um, but to tow it up the range would be a bit of a challenge for a grey nomad. They do it. Be. Don't get me wrong. They do it, but yeah. but uh, you don't you don't get a lot there. The people that are there are either fishing. Or uh, like us with little camper trailers or swags and just chill out with the kids and stuff like that. So it was really, really nice. Beautiful oh. place. If you uh, want somewhere to go and camp and um, just chill out. I, I wish I did have a roof topper. Okay. Um, that's the only thing. Because when you're a fisherman and you're sitting there looking across the other side at a heap of timber. Yeah. Um, you, Why don't you put it on the rig? Yeah, I will do it. Eventually, Dad's got one down in Melbourne. He doesn't use anymore. So when I, if I go would you, down, you, you'd really have to get the um, mechanical setup to to lower and raise the. Ah, uh, tinnies are fairly light these days. How the hell are you going to reach to put it up? Well, you're going to have little ladders set around the car. No, I'll just put rollers or something. I used to get it off my panel van when I was travelling all over Australia. Not going to bite this morning. No, I actually right. had a tinny when I was travelling Australia. That I could actually carry by myself. I used to get under it, yeah. and I looked like a big turtle. They going call there. that a forex can. Yeah, used to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, used to get under it. It's my soap holder. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I used to get under it and carry it down to the water. But you get eventually, you get sick and tired when you're travelling. Yes. Of unloading your boat, unloading your motor, unloading oh, your, and you putting do. it in a tinny, sliding it into the water. Then when you get your back for when you come back from a whole day as fishing. Yeah. You got to unload it. Yeah. So First couple of years ago, I remember I brought a canoe from the showground markets. Yeah, a big proper Canadian canoe, and uh, and I love that thing. Gee, we done some missions in it. We went all the way, launched at Crystal, and went all the way up to the top reaches as far as you yep. could go, and catching them jacks and everything. To uh, it was incredible for going underneath the harbour. We used to just go underneath, and underneath the harbour back then when it was you know people didn't mind you fishing there. Um, Right underneath the walls, there's actually a ledge there. There's a big ledge. Yep. And rather than fishing out of a canoe, which is quite uncomfortable, we used to just 
come right out. into the ledges and hop out and, and the canoe because it's always dead still under there and, and it would just sit there and then we would go and fish um, off the ledge and oh my lord the fish under there the jacks jacks nice. were just huge proper proper big scary jacks yeah. uh, just fantastic hey we can yeah. go to a yeah, song yeah and I'll continue with my little adventure it was um, yeah but before we do go what have we got in our show bags today Oh, we've got a little bit of bits and pieces in there. We've got some kids' hats, some kids' shirts, a lure in there. Yeah. Um, just bits and pieces. Righto. Oh, well, that's a nice yeah. little prize. And then we've got our uh, fibre finish measuring sticker. Yes. Chris. And we have the $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood Voucher, thanks to Gordon and the gang. So, so no, we've got a couple of good prizes there. I threw the prize bag together last night because when I got home, yeah. um, it was... Uh, the camper trailer was still a bit damp from from the dew the night before. Yes. So I had to put it all up to air out and dry out. So I just went in the shed and grabbed whatever I could and threw in a bag today. Yeah. Mystery bag. A mystery bag. So no, it was and good. obviously don't forget Gordon's, which is good. Oh, that's just... a, that's not a mystery bag. That's a awesome that's prize, a proper so. prize. So good stuff. All right, beautiful. We'll be back after this uh, little tune and ad breaks. Look forward to having you back shortly. Denny saw the passing out parade at Puckatunya. It was a long march from cadets. Six battalion was the next to turn. It was me who drew the card. We did Canungra and Shoalwater before we left. And Townsville lined the footpaths as we marched down to the quay. This clipping from the paper shows us young and strong and clean. And there's me in me slouch hat with me SLR and greens. God help me. I was only 19. From Vuntel riding Chinooks to the dust of Newey Dad. I've been in and out of shoppers now for months We made our tents at home VB and pinups on the lockers And an Asian orange sunset through the scrub And can you tell me, Doctor, why I still can't get to sleep? And night time's just a jungle dark and a parking M16 and what's this rash that comes and goes? Can you tell me what it means? God help me. I was only 19. Four week operation when each step could mean your last one on two legs. It was a war within yourself. Down till they had you dusted off. So you closed your eyes and thought about something else. And then someone yelled out, Contact! And the bloke behind me swore. We hooked in there for hours. Then it got almighty roar. And Frankie kicked to mind the day that mankind kicked the moon. God help me. Going home in June 
With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Sponsor. You're looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service, and all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Rosalie, station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. It is indeed the Saturday morning fishing show. We're having the ball here as we always do, Gaz, and we uh, we'll carry on with your little trip. Trim so a little trip out to Yungler Dam, which, yeah. if anyone is interested, you head um, down towards Mackay. It's about nearly a six-hour trip from Townsville. It's not uh, it's not a closey, but we got there um, just before dark. 
yes. left here straight after the show, did the put the podcast up and film Oz gone. Yep. Um, and so you almost get down to Mackay and then you hang a right and off you go up towards Finchhatton and up through that way and then climb up the range. And then it's another 50-odd k's down through Yungler and then follow the dirt track all the way to the dam. So, yep. so it was beautiful. Set up our camp and, as I said, you had got a nice fire going because um, when that wind starts whipping across that dam it whips across that dam it's fairly savage but when we were on the northwestern side of the point um we were hidden out of the wind a little bit and then when you think of the people who have not read any recommendations on the internet and have camped looking straight into that wind it would have been howling at them thankfully you had a heads up yeah so we um we camped there for three nights and then on the tuesday morning packed up camp um, and then headed to Conway Beach, um, which is not far, only 30 k's from from um, Proserpine and then about 40 k's from Airlie Beach, sort of halfway, tucked in, in the Beautiful. back there. Right on the mouth of the um, Prossy River. So yeah. we uh, I actually splurged. We went into a caravan park there, the Conway Beach Caravan Park, mm-hmm. and I actually splurged and paid the extra Good. and got our own shower and toilet ensuite for our camper trailer. Why not? And it was so, You only so, do it once? Yeah, well, no, I'll do it again. Times. It was that good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we had our own little um, shower. What were you doing for tea? Did you just go out just to a little cafe or anything? Or no, no, you we've cooking got... cooking on your gas burner? Yeah, on the camper trailer, we've got a, a pull-out kitchen which comes out of the side of the camper trailer all, and then you slide it back in and mm. get it out of the way when you're travelling. So, no, we cooked. The first night we got to Conway Beach. What the bull uh, taste like? Uh <laughs> It was, no, there was a couple of nice little fatty ones, little wieners <laughs> running around that would have been all right. Uh-huh. Always look at that. When you you sort of think all these people that live in the back blocks, like there was some fairly shacks hidden in the back of these mountains, and you sort of think they've got cattle on tap here to sneak out. But I still didn't know how to... Yeah, I wouldn't know where to start. I When I was on the farm, we didn't do many beat steers or anything butchered i did a couple um we did more sheep than than yep. cattle but i did a few few cows and used to very gory detail so we'd get one into the yard and sh- shoot him shoot him and you're trying to be very i'm trying to be polite the, the cattle the, they have a little curly bit of hair right because on there we i'm trying the to be really Sensitive. They have a really curly bit of hair right in the middle of their and that's head. Where you, that's where you shoot. Yeah, for sure. So then you would bleed that. Yeah. As soon as you knock, knocked it, bleed it, and then we would start to work. And then when you've skinned it and yeah. we've pulled it, pulled it up on a big frame, you used to pull them up on a frame and lock it down and have it hanging there hmm. and skin it and then you'd gut it. And then um, I to cut them down the backbone, you used to drain the oil out of a chainsaw. And then just straight down the backbone. Oh, so now we're getting gory. Whereas sheep, I used to have a handsaw. Okay. And then and then um, let it set for a night and then cut it up. Okay. So I did a few, not a lot, not a lot of cattle. I did a heap of sheep over the years. Beautiful. But anyway, getting back to, uh, we went to Conway Beach. Yes. Um, and had our own little ensuite. Set our little set up there, our little awning out and... Um, all our good stuff, and then just chilled out there. The first day we got there, we needed a few supplies, so we went into Airlie Beach for a for a drive. I didn't need, 
it was such such a nice place, Sally Beach, <laughs> ice drain. Um, and then uh, I said to Carly, no, we'll just grab something to eat for dinner in Airlie. Yeah. So uh, there's a little pizza shop in the main street, little on the corner. So I went down there and grabbed a pizza. And Good one. A, oh, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful one. Beautiful. And a half and half. Yes. A half Aussie, half marinara. Okay. With garlic bread and a 1.25 litre Coke. There Got we the go. the family deal. Um, and then just walked over to the beach and just sat there and had pizza on the beach while the sun went down. It was... Um, That's living. It was nice, mate. And then we grabbed our groceries and stuff and went back to camp and, and then I chilled out there and then I went for a walk along the beach because very strange tides there. They have pretty reasonably big tides. So the afternoon tide um, was 3.1 metres. Yes. The night tide was 4.7 so a fairly for us you'd go holy hell three meters that's a massive tide but the high tide so i walked along the beach at low tide and there's a little set of rocks up the end of the beach and um i started seeing some flathead lies then i walked further out and i found some more flathead lies and i thought well at high tide i'm going to come back here and have yep. a little lure around so at high tide i've put put the fishing gear together at high tide i um i went back and had, but it was only the 3.2 metre tide. Okay. So there obviously wasn't enough water over the flats because it it was a strange flats. It was like a, a hollow patch and then really shallow stuff for miles. Right. So these flathead, I, I don't think, came on the low tide. They came no. in on the high tide. Of a night The big, time. big tide. So I didn't have a bite on that. But a few people, um, Brent for a mud skipper down in... Um, uh, Early Mackay messaged me um, when he seen I was down that way and gave me a couple of mud maps. And so uh, someone else gave me, Torsey gave, us, uh, gave me a mud map um, to go to Wilson's Beach, which is not too far. So I went round to Wilson's Beach with the rod, yeah. rod and reel. And on either side of Wilson, tiny little, beautiful little place to live. If yeah. I want to live in a place, it's Wilson's Beach. Okay. Because it is probably 30 houses max. Yeah. Right on the river, little dodgy boat ramp, Sounds a little perfect. beach, um, and then either side of the beach, full-on oyster rocks for as far as you can walk. Oh, my Lord. So I went to the right in town um, and the rising tide on these oyster rocks and lured around the oyster rocks for two and a half hours. Nothing. Not no. a thing. So I'm a bit disappointed. I've never even seen any bait or anything. Um, it was quite... Um, Dead, really. It all, it all nearly came to fruition nearly, for you, though. You well, nearly scored. Well, I went back to camp. I, I was so deflated going going along the right-hand side of Wilson's Beach, throwing lures around oyster rocks, because oyster rocks look so good. Oh, they do, don't they? They look so good in the water, and you expect a fish next to every one of them. Yes. So I went back to camp, and Kayleen said, how'd you go? I said, oh, i got nothing. Not a touch. And so I sat down... And it got the better of me, the left-hand side. So I said, I've got to go back. I'm going. So an hour later, I had a drink and something to eat, and I said, I'm going back. It was probably three hours before the sunset, so, and the tide had turned and starting to run out. I said, I've, I've got to go back and try the left-hand side. For sure. So I got there and started luring nothing, nothing, and then as I walked further to the mouth, you could see the main channel of the river come in 
to the edge of the oyster rocks and go away. And Brent from Mudskipper said to me, uh, or messaged me and said, right down the actual channel of the river comes in closer. Yes. You get some really good barras down there at times. So I thought, I'll just lure my way all the way down there. And I found where the river came in closest to the oyster rocks. And then I'm just throwing around, not much bait, a little bit of bait movement. And then as the, the tide dropped further, there was three prominent oyster rocks like in casting range, not yeah. super close, and they had <clears> gaps <throat> between them. And as it started dropping, it started putting eddies behind them. No, oh. and I am—that's it's, it's oh, a it, fishing it, signpost, guys, mate. And I seen one pop out in the water. I didn't see no bait. I, I've, Isn't that strange? It was, and that dead. was the problem. No bait. Like no. if you went there today and there was bait. You probably would have nailed five or six barrels. Oh, it was just, it looked so good. And I stayed there. And did you talk to the locals at all? Did they say, yeah, that place does produce? No, no. This was the guys that sent me messages of fished it. Um, I was, Jesto messaged me, but I didn't see Jesto's message till I was coming on my way home to give him a ring. Yeah. Um, So. I went down there and then I seen one fish crack out out in the fast water and it must have been a trevally or something. It okay. wouldn't have been a barrel out there. You never know. Never know. So I thought I'll put a popper on and I'll heave it out there and just go bloop, bloop, bloop because I hate popper fishing. I, I don't, but I do. So for 40 minutes I'm throwing this popper out and going bloop, 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 throwing it down along the oyster off, bloop, bloop, nothing. So I said, right, I'm on my way home. Yep. So as I walked around one big oyster rock and looked back, I could see where the water had pressured against these three yep. oyster rocks and there was it was funneling between them with eddies like in channel. front. And I thought, oh, that looks so good. That is so good. So I threw the popper across the rocks and just bloop, bloop across the face of them. Yeah. Then let it go in. And as it came to me, the one that was closest to me, the little drain that was closest to me with the water, I actually let the popper go down through it. Yes. And then I went bloop, 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 and I said, oh, that looks good. I'll do that again. Threw it out, and as it come around the rock, I've got bloop, bloop, because there was a beautiful pressure point on the front of the rock. Yeah. And as my popper went down through the hole again and I blooped it, it disappeared into a bucket of a hole, just went kaboom underneath it, and I didn't get it. Because, you know, with poppers, they're so hard to hook on poppers, and that was it. And, I, and and then I thought, I'm going to put a different lure on. I'm going to try a different lure. Oh, you would have. That would have been another half hour. Yeah, so I put a different casting. lure on, and then I lost that lure on an oyster rock. See ya. And then I went, uh, I sn- it snapped off. So I just wound my line all the way back onto the reel. And I In thought, disgust. I'm, I'm going to walk, walk back to my car, and I'm walking along going, oh, I want to re-rig. When the sun's going down, it's getting dark, I'm about a mile kilometre and a half, mile away from my car, over gnarly oyster rocks and in and I thought, oh, oh look at that rock. Oh look at there. And then I went, no, nah, I walked straight back to the car. Yeah. So I walked all the way back to the car and with the sulks? I did, but I didn't because it was such a nice place to fish. Oyster yeah. rocks are just so, so cool to look at and to fish. Yeah. And to not it it looked it looked like a place you could have. It would go off when you yeah. when you're there and they're there. Especially on. if there's bait there by the sounds. Yeah, of it. and the water was pretty dirty, but it, it was just so nice jumping from oyster rock to oyster rock. It, yeah. was, it was good. I was just by myself walking yep. along, um, no one, no one around, just me, yeah. um, just going along. But I must say, if you were boating in that river, yeah, down there and didn't know 
how the river works down there, um, you could do some serious damage to your motor or your boat with okay. how close these rocks are. And when I, fir- when I first got there and it was running out, like there was oyster rocks 40 metres out into the river. Ugh. Like you would be ca- – if, if the water was over them and you didn't know, you would be coming along. Yes. And, and you would do some serious damage to your boat because they were so – far out which it didn't look like yep. there would be anything out there but it was good mate it was a beautiful place to stay i'll probably oh, good job i'm think i'll probably go back later in the year yes i'll take the boat this time um and mate because they have the conway beach um caravan park has um fishermen's cabins where four of you can rent a cabin or ten of you can rent a house and and stay there sounds great and um, yeah, 10, 10 blokes. I think it's two hundred and forty bucks a night for the for the um, ten berth place, which yep. is only twenty four bucks a night per person. For sure, and don't compare it to like the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. It's a lot more rash than that. The Lucinda Fishing Lodge is almost borderline luxury. Oh yeah, on the waterfront there. Yeah, it's um, you're you're back off the water, um, yep. but it's um, it's just a different different type of place. And I thought um, when I go back later in the year, I might stay closer to Proserpine, so that if you stay at Prossy puts you halfway between Faust and the Prossy, the mouth of the Prossy River. Cool. So you can either fish Faust one day, then next day go and fish the salt in the river. So, Which is what a lot of people yeah. do. So Ash, my, my mate Ash um, Godwin, he, every year, what used to when the when the Faust tournament was on. Yeah. I do hope the Faust tournament gets up yeah, and going again. Yeah, that was fun, the old Faust tournament. Yeah, yeah, but when it, when it does come back, I'm going to go again. Yeah. Um, but they used to go down a little bit early and do a trip or two to, to Prossy River. Yeah. Because Ash absolutely loves the Prosser Point River. Uh, and they do really, really well. They go to the same little creek every year and, uh, and just brain them there. Yeah. Well, it's it's a beautiful-looking system. I didn't get far up it. There's a beautiful boat ramp with pontoon um, just before you get to... The Prossy. Prossy's yeah. synonymous with crocs. Big I crocs, didn't see so. any. No. But um, I think it's almost a lot of threadfin salmon in it. Even yeah. there was a cu- some old fellas camp. Reese got his big Jew out of there too. There, there's a couple of I was speaking to Reese about it on the phone when I was down there. Yeah. There was a couple of old fellas across from us, and they weren't the greatest fishermen, but they managed to get a thready. Yes, so they got more than me. Yeah, yeah. So obviously they can fish better than me, but they had a boat. I, it's it's one of those things where you look at everything and go, oh, I wish I brung my boat down. But it was just so nice in the camper trailer. Yeah, I'm um, just chilling out and just i i actually um watched the state of origin on my phone um it was so i got enjoyable game it was mate so i got to watch state of origin so uh, no it was a a really really nice trip so um anyone think of going to youngerly if you've got a boat or or something like that it'd be nice to take it up there yes um gives you a little bit more option but if you just want to chill on the riverbank i put red claw pots in up there um nothing and I, I couldn't find anything on the internet that says there's many red claw in there. And then I seen a bloke um, put eight pots out in his little tinny and he got nothing. So I don't know whether there's any red claw in Yungala. I'm sure there is, but it mightn't be famous. Yeah, I don't know. Because um, when you go to Faust or you go somewhere else, you always see red claw shells and claws laying on the bank. No. Nothing, not a one. So it was. I, I googled and I couldn't find anything that said red claw. So no. no. So it was nice, mate. I had a really nice week away. 
Um, good on you. It was good. Just chilling, cold weather, That's nice fantastic. fire going, then down the beach. It was good. Ah, sounds great. Hey, a lot of the boys I know are heading up to Henshinbrook this weekend. Apparently, the fish, they're chewing their heads off up there at the moment. Um, and this tides, like uh, Hinchinbrook too, like I said with cattle, it's a great place for neeps. Yeah. A lot of the blokes in yeah, the I don't know love who, uh, I don't know who's heading up there. I haven't spoke to many people because I was away for I spoke to Reese a couple of times, but yeah, um, that's about it. It's been um, just a chill out for me. For sure. Well, Isn't it funny, no matter how much you chill out, you're still tired when you get home. Of course. So yeah, I so, had a night like that last night. I went to bed early, but I had a shocking night's sleep. You know when you have just them restless, blah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Anyway, my first nights when I go away are like that. Yeah, because I can't sleep very good on the first night anywhere, no matter where I go. Yeah, I could be in the Hilton Hotel in the luxury bed. Yes, in New York or wherever, and I still toss and turn, lay awake all night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, beautiful! All right, let's go to our next song, and when we come back after the ad break, we're going to talk to Mick from Motorco. Back soon. Itinerant is what I've chosen I find 
Myself in a big city prison arisen from the vision of mankind Designed to keep me discreetly, neatly in the corner you find me with the flora and the fauna and the hardship Back a yard is where my heart is Still I find it hard to depart this big city life Big city life, me try to forget my Rationalize up no matter what me try Big city life, in my heart have no base And right now Babylon, they pardon me case Big city life Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer Boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. Station sponsor. You know, I used to love going walkabout, but ever since that Motorco mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motorco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig, you should go with Motorco. Station sponsor. What is greatness? It's doing what makes you feel proud. What feels right for right now? You, you define, define your, your greatness. greatness. When you can be there for people in their time of need, be there for your community. You define your greatness. Learn from industry experts in nursing, childcare, business and community services at TAFE Queensland. Apply now at TAFE Queensland. Make great happen. RTO 0275. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. 1G Fishing Show, we are off and rearing, and let me just turn my microphone on. You're right now. it works a lot better with the microphone on, guys. You've been doing this before. I got, I've, I've, I'm all flustered now. Someone's rung me up and said they're going fishing in the harbour tonight, and I don't know what to do. Everything's gone to shit. I'm Everyone's throwing, been fishing. I'm throwing the pen. Everyone's been fishing in the harbour all the and photos that I've seen. Why not? Yeah, there's they're been heaps be. in there. Yeah. Um, uh, there's Joe, plenty for everyone. Joe just sent us a photo on our messenger of a nice big croc hanging on the bank at... Uh, 
Morrissey's, Barramundi Creek. Oh, it's so so very. There, nice. There's a few of them boys getting around at the moment. Yeah, too. there's quite a few around. Very interesting, but yeah. I didn't see any um, down at Prossy River, and it was it's a massive wide mouth. Yeah, um, it's an interesting looking system. As I said, oyster rocks, and you know the worst part about not having a boat. No, but, but before you go on, we were meant to be talking to Mick, Mick but no answer from Mick. No so, answer. Mick, uh, send the picture of the car through if you if you are up for a chat today, if you're available. If not, we shall carry on. Yeah, so when you haven't got a boat, standing, luring um, oyster rocks, and on the other side, which is a long way away, it's not just over there, hmm. um, is a beautiful mangrove-lined bank where you know there would be really nice snags laying in the water. But it was good, mate. It was... Um, I don't know what it is about oyster rocks. You see all those videos around Darwin and places, but yeah. um, the water was quite dirty around them. You couldn't see a great deal, but uh, it was still nice to fish. It was just so, That's so good. great. Yeah, it was just so nice. And then walking along the beach, seeing the flathead lies were just... I, I yeah, they're a cool thing, aren't they? Yeah. and, the, and I'm going to go for a flathead fish soon because yeah. they are one of my favourite fish. They are, they, they are fun. just... Brilliant. Plenty down the Horton. Sure, they don't fight very well. They, you still know you've got them, yeah. but you're not going to f- chase them on 30-pound braid yeah. and a stand-up stick. You, you, you go finesse with them, and you will have a ball. Yeah, the interesting thing with the flathead lies that I found, um, they're just on the beach, um, and, and sort of it was the mouth of the river and the beach, it all sort of merges into one, mm. is they weren't uniform, all facing one way. No. They were all over the joint. Yeah. And, and there would be three beside each other, all facing different directions. Mm. And when Well, I, they're continuously hunting too. Yeah. When they when they're, they're just sitting and waiting. Sitting and waiting. They're they're twenty four seven. Like when where I found the most of them when the high tide was up, there would have only been and this was the 3.2 metre high, not the 4.7. Right. So there would have only been 100 mil of water. So when the the bigger tide was on, yep. there would have been six foot of water over them to run over this little lump because it was like a hollow along the beach and then it went up into a into a into like a, a, a yabby bed, I suppose you could call it, then back down into the river. Yeah. Um, but when I when I walked there, and I wasn't going to walk there in the middle of the night... Nope. Nip, 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 nip. Um, to try and get a flathead. So, but it was good, mate. It was nice to just see a few little flathead lies and and then walk around and and lure a few rocks. Beautiful place to stay. It was it was very very nice. So, the week away, Yungla Dam in the fresh, um, and then Conway Beach down on the salt was um, really really nice. It was nice and relaxing, just chilling and not doing much. There's not a lot to do. No. Um, so we just chilled and fished and yeah, well, I fished. Kayleen just sat in the camp and just put her feet up and That's what holidays all about. Slept. I've just made up my mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a dedicated. I'm gonna take the young fella dedicated flathead trip. I actually I used to chase them a lot. Yeah. Um, purposely that they were a target fish for a while and because I fell in love with them. They're just yep. a really really cool fish. Beautiful on the plate. Um, they have so many personalities. Their eyes, they're, have a close look at the flathead's eyes. They're just remarkable. Um, the sand flathead with the gorgeous blues and purples with, through his tail. The, it's very, very hard. There's not a lot of people that can say, that's a dusky, that's a sand flathead. That's yeah, it's flathead. hard that's, to pick it, them. It, it is hard to pick them. Um, and and there, is size, there, there is bag limits. So you can accidentally have seven or eight, Sandies or duskies, and not realise that you, they're the same species because they're not all a hundred percent the same. Um, I remember I got pulled up one time and got checked, and, and the bo- and I didn't. What I have three or four on board, 
and um, the gentleman that uh, pulled me up wasn't sure himself of what species they were. So, and, and that's when I knew that there was a bag limit. He said, oh, you do know there's a bag limit on these guys. And I said, well, which one's which? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah, so, no, it's a hard thing. It is a hard thing, definitely. And uh, and like you and I, we've had a lot of lot to do with fishing, and sometimes we don't know which ones we've got. They uh, respond really well to pink or red lures. Well, I'm green, pink, yep. pink and green, um, yep. chartreuse, bright. Anything that's bright is fantastic. Yeah. And they're such an easy fish to target, really. Um, I remember that there's there's a lure out by um, by Lively Lures, and it's the micro mullet. The micro mullet, yeah. And the micro mullet is incredibly popular with flathead fishermen. And there's a chrome sided fluorescent pink top one, um, which is probably the uh, the go to for for flathead fishermen of hard body world. And then obviously anything. Um, that's got a, a wiggle tail or a curl tail or a paddle tail or or whatever that um, and don't don't slow retrieve them obviously it's a hop and retrieve and um, it's just really really good and I remember like cattle's one of my favorite places to target the flat yeah a lot of big sand flats out the front oh yeah and it's just absolutely loaded with flathead and i love it when there's a bit of timber you know the timber that's in the middle of the sandbar with water over yep, the top of it them them but i don't actually throw at the timber the flatheads sit around it much like finger mark on a wreck they they tend not to sit on the wreck itself but they sit around it and that's what the flathead do so you don't need to throw your lure directly into the timber and then jig it out i throw it like two meters around it do a complete circle and that's where they sit and that's where you pick them up and it's such a cool thing because you you put it down and you sort of your lure hits and you go bounce bounce and then there's slack on and you get that (laughs) and you feel it go and and it's on yeah they like holding you don't realize they're hooked no until you start winding and you can drop them two meters from the bank you can fight them for 30 seconds, drop them two metres from the bank, and if you see the direction they swim off in, yes. you can throw the lure back towards it, and the amount of times they eat it again is, um, is well, stupid. I've, I've I don't ju- know if they're I've, stupid, but the, yeah, they them. are. The, um, the bar-tail flathead, yes. minimum size is 30 centimetres. Right, that's really tiny, eh? Yes, it oh. is. And uh, bag limit, combined limit for all flathead species except duskies is five. So bar-tail is self-explanatory. Yes. Bars on the tail. Bars on the tail. But yep. but remembering that I think it's duskies or something that has bars also. Uh, bar, uh, they have – the dusky has no bars, has spots right. and a black, big black spot on the tail. Right. Um, their minimum size is 40 centimetres and maximum is 75. Right. And the possession limit for them is five, not included in the com- combined other species flathead. So you can have – um, bar tails, five bar tails and five duskies, but you can't have five bar tail and five sand flathead. So when you go and look at northern... That's s- confusing. No, it isn't when you... Yeah, when, I mean, the, listening to it, it sounds confusing. Yeah. If you're reading it, it might but if you're not catching, more. if you're not catching dusky <clears throat> flathead and you're catching northern sand flathead and bar tail, you're only allowed five. But if you then go and target... So you're saying that there's a bar-tailed species, a northern, a sand flatter, and a dusky as yes. the three major species. Yes. And right. when you look at when you look at the northern sand flathead, um, I've on never its heard tail, of northern sand flathead. It has a heap of spots on its tail. Right. And so it's yeah. A, with them spots, some people because they're, they're 
elongated, so people call them stripes. That's what I was saying before. A bit of a but the bar tail is um, very distinct. Just, is that the one with the purples and the yes. blues and everything? Yeah, the northern sand flathead is 30 centimetres. The only um, bigger species that I've never is tasted 40. the taste difference most between of, any of the species. Like, most of the ones we get are bar tail. Uh, dusky, sorry, with the, with the blue tail. Most are dusky flathead. Okay, yeah. So, so, yeah. All just, I know uh, is that they're awesome. Yeah. They are. They're beautiful to eat. They're beautiful fish. And I've, to eat. like, obviously caught all species, I, and I, I can't find a definitive difference in the no. eating quality between them. No, like a yeah. gold spot and a, and a black spot cod, for instance, there's a definite yeah, difference. but not in the flathead. But not in the I'll flathead. I'll tell you a, 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 one of my favourite flathead spots. This tell is, me. Give, I'll give it away. When you go down the Horton... Yes. ...and you go almost to the mouth... If you're, if you're just before you go up Burrumbush, if you look directly across the other side of the Horton, over all those sandbars, is, it, is another creek which cuts into the shortcut to Morrissey's. Yep. So on that creek is a very sharp, reasonably deep in, uh, outside corner. Yes. But on the inside is a big mud bar that comes, or mud sandbar that comes out. Okay. So... You get to that, and this is if the tides are like good run tides, like two and a half metres, two metres, three metres. If you sit off that and wait for that tide to build up over this mud bar yes, and then push into the little creek, the flathead will line up there. So you can just sit there and throw, throw your soft plastics or your lures around this mud bar and um, get heaps of good flathead there. Beautiful. But the tides have got to be good tides to push up and over it. Yeah. Uh, if you get there and that mud bar is still exposed, you've got to wait till the water picks up over it. Okay. And then when it starts rushing over and through the little dips in the sand and stuff, it is so much fun there. Oh, it sounds It's a beautiful little spot. Fun. Yeah, but it's very shallow to get over there these days. You know what I love about flathead fishing too is I get to pull out some of my really groovy finesse tackle that I yeah. don't often use. You know, you don't take the two kilo spin stick to do what we normally do. No. So it's really, really good fun. That just and it's when you hook up, it's so much fun. It really is. Your, your little, you know, four pound braid, which is unbreakable. <laughs> yeah. But it's still good fun because your drag's lighter. Yeah. Um, lighter little rod. Yeah. Yep. So. But but um, if you um if you're fishing for them and say on a sandy area not so much mud but on sand um even if you throw a good floating hard body and if you work it back and give it a good rip and let the bib hit the sand as long as it puffs as that puff of sand comes up and oh, if it, yeah. they can't resist it and nope quite often if you're wading and fishing for um sand flats, mouth of victoria river or so up um, yes up north um if you're walking along you actually see the flathead just stealthily following your lure back to your feet and then if you don't see him and and before he gets there you see him turn around and off he goes yeah or, or there's nothing better than walking through beautiful clean water around yep. um sand and ledges and stuff and you see one take off and you go, oh, this, they're here, they're here. So yeah. My biggest in our waters is 76. And I caught That's that a good at, one. At the mouth of the Trawler Wharf. Yep. And I've got it. It's on my social media page. He's sitting on the brag mat because I thought people won't believe that. Because... So 76 for our flathead, that's a big fish. That's a big flathead. Yeah, and I um, had the kiddies in the boat, and I got a real kick out of letting her go. Yeah. Because there's a thing about letting the big, big female breeders go. And um, I thought, and this was towards the end of the day, and I said, well, what difference is one sort of fish in the esky going to make? So we let her go. Yeah. It was good. 
And it's nice. And how would you be? Imagine a fillet on like in Naruma Lakes or those places down south. Yeah. Where they get metre plus flat. In. Oh, big bucket mouse. They are huge and they put a big live mullet on and, yeah. and live bait them and they're over a metre. I, I can see why they've got a colloquial name of frog. Some yeah. people call them frogs. Or, yeah. you know, lizards is the most cop, uh, popular one. Yeah. So they're just a cool. But when you when you look at a flathead, and, and as we said before, if you walk along anywhere uh, at low tide, um, near the boat ramp at Kungulla is another good little spot. It is, isn't it? Yeah, that's a beautiful. You're talking about where them posts. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. you the see market. the lies all through there. But if you if you walk along, see where they're sitting at low tide. If the tides are right, obviously the tides weren't good for me. But if you start waiting, as the water, the flathead are, are usually the last to leave any flats or any sandbar. Um, and first to get there. First to get there, last to leave. And they stay in some of the shallow water. The at the Bay Marie. Yeah, first to get there, last to leave. <laughs> but and, and what you see with a flathead is their spine. When they're in shallower water, their spines on the, their back is constantly going up and down. Okay. And, and I don't know whether it's right. It's just a theory I have. And that's how they gauge... I think is when they leave. Yeah, fair so enough. The, the, if you see a flathead and he's in real shallow water, he's. Fit. I've never seen the dorsal yeah, up of a flathead. It's up and down. Even if you Google it, it's, no, it's I've up never and seen down. That. And and I got told it many years ago in the shop by an old fella, and I stick by it. And and he said, "Well, you haven't been proven wrong." No, that's that's they keep doing that, and then I don't know whether they feel air or not as much water pressure or what on there, and then boom, off they go. But they are the last to be on that, the shallowest water, and the first to get there. So they are a beautiful, beautiful fish. That's to- I always say. If I ever got a boat again, like if um, uh, just creek fishing, like especially Hinchbrook, Hinchbrook's yeah. prime for it. If I was gonna, if I lived up there, for instance, and I was buying a new boat, it'd, it'd just be a skiff. Yeah, a little flats boat. Little flats boat, so that I could stay on that. And then, if you do muck up. And you leave a little bit too late that it's light enough that you can pull yeah, yourself. Yeah, slide it. Yeah, yeah. But a bit of complete I, that sentence. <laughs> something you do often. Um, it, it is, Gary. We've spoke about lures, but for bait fishermen, um, you can put nice little small potty mullet on. And if you're bait fishing for flathead, um, one of the things that a flathead do is they bury themselves in the sand, as we've mm. seen their flathead lies, and they don't move very far, so they wait for stuff to come to them. So when you're live bait fishing, and whether you've got a running sinker or whether you've got a dead prawn on or a bit of squid, um, if you're using a bit of squid, make it a little bit longer with it so it's a little bit yes. tail, but cast it out and slowly wind it back to yourself. Then stop it, then slow, because they don't move a lot. No. So you want to cover as much ground and then let it stop and then wind it a little bit further. And that's just like a bait moving around the bottom for a flathead. So you're covering the distance. They're not going to move um, and you want it to go past them. And don't think um, when it hits it's going to peel a heap of drag. No. Nine times out of ten you just go, oh, that was a bite. And as you're winding this flathead. You're on. (laughs) It looks as though you've hooked the sole of someone's shoe. You're just winding it back in. But, but yeah, if you're a... Now, don't be misled by that because Gary's exactly right. But every now and again... You get one that's just yeah, having a really bad day. Yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah, if you're a bait fisherman and, and around the sand or mud ledges or those areas, just cast it out and slowly wind it back a bit. Stop it, slowly wind. And then, like I said, if it's squid, you've got squid on, 
let your squid hang a fair bit off the back of your hook. So cut okay. a nice strip and that just flaps in the breeze. And then if it's your prawn, um, try and lay your prawn um, with the tail facing you. So Because as we know, when prawns are escaping, they mm. go backwards. So just... Just wind that back. So. Oh, beautiful. So, yeah, don't uh, don't think it's just a lure fisherman's paradise. With um, with a bait fisherman, yeah, just slowly move it back. And oh. Just a little uh, – your sinker will put a puff of sand up and then just let it sit there. So away you go. Good job. All right, we're going to go to our next song and ad breaks. When we come back, I think we might uh, try and give Dave McCarran from Reeling Veterans a call. Yeah, mate. They, they're um, doing a bit of a thing at King's today. So, oh, right, yep. Yeah. Perfect. Might Here's go down for a sticky beak. It's only around the corner. Why not? See what's going on. Yes. All right, we'll be back soon. Thanks for listening to the 4K1G Fishing Show. I hope you're enjoying it.
4K1G is playing you the deadliest music seven days a week. Email at 4K1G. 4K1G is on Facebook and streaming beats at 4K1G.org. And also on the frequency of 107.1 FM. 4K1G, your deadly radio station. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef. The time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Sign's. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199667. Station sponsor. You know, made a toe years ago when it comes to saving us mobs some bucks and ever since they delivered my new dual cab ute, I can now truly say that I've been everywhere, man. Need a new car or truck? You should go with Motorco. Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. We're having a wonderful morning talking all things travelling as Gaz did last weekend or all of last week. All last Starting week. Starting to talk a little bit of Flathead. And yeah. now we're going to talk to our mate Dave. Just, a, just yeah. a quick one. A beautiful bit of James Rain there, mate. Yes. And the uh, Friday the 11th of August. 11th uh, of August. At the Townsville Entertainment Centre. James Rain is uh, in concert there. Oh. So if you want to go to a concert where you can't understand a word the singer says... And you certainly cannot. No, go and see James Rain. Ella Hooper's with him too from Killing Heidi. So that'll be an awesome show. She's a lovely young lady. She well, is. not so young no more, but she's still lovely. Yeah. Awesome. Dave McCarran. G'day, Dave. How are you, buddy? G'day, Marty. G'day, guys. Hey, Dave. Good morning. Oh, it Hello. is a gorgeous morning. And, and where are we today? But it looks like the King's Super Centre, my friend, with the reeling veterans. Yeah, Marty, we're down here with Reeling Veterans. We're set up, we're ready to go, we're excited, we're pumped. We've got uh, Reeling Veterans uh, fishing for therapy. We've got heat surprises for the kids, giveaways. We've got barbecues, raffle tickets, um, all for a great cause, Marty, down here today. Excellent. Dave, can you tell us just for our new listeners what Reeling Veterans is all about and, and, and what causes you are for, please? Yeah, thanks, Marty. Yeah, Reeling Veterans is uh, basically a, 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 an organisation, non-profit organisation that was formed uh, for Reeling, uh, for non-defence and uh, ex-serving members and serving members and first responders, mate. Yep. Basically, um, for, for mateship uh, and, all you know, all things that uh, of fishing, of course. Um, yes. You know, if you love the, the, the fact that uh, you love to get out in the boat and get fishing or land-based, whatever, you can join Reeling Veterans, you can come along, uh, you can have a great day. We'll show you um, little bits and pieces about, you know, where we go, what we do, what we're for, you know, and basically we're just there for, uh, for basically support for our, our veterans and our, our first responders, mate. It's a really great cause. It is. Um, that's why we're down here today. We've had a few things over the last few weeks, but mm. we expect a big, big one today. We're kicking off at nine. Yeah, we've got uh, food. We've got raffles. We've got the boat. We've got the kids fishing, magnetic fishing. 
Pizza prizes, mate. Um, $5 a raffle ticket. Yeah, come down. Sounds brilliant. Have a look and, and talk to one of the veterans or first responders, Marty. Um, yeah. Yep. You'll be, uh, you'll be uh, uh, very surprised. No, yeah, 100%. It, and, and, and I just love what you guys do. And I think I read, now don't don't quote me on this, but if you uh, bring down any of your service, uh, if you're ex-military or, or, or current serving, you also get discounts on non-discounted items from, from Kings today if you're, if you're a service member. Oh, 100%, mate. If you bring down your white card or whatever card you've got or yes. your ADF uh, membership card um, or, you know, uh, anything so that proves, that a, yep. Anything that, that, that's proof of you uh, being an ex or first responder, come down. You will get a bargain, no doubt. There's uh, Kings are fully supported on this one. They've got so many great prizes. Um, you know, if you just want uh, to come down and have a look, you will get. You will definitely walk away with something, Marty. Oh, There's good no on Good on. And I see you've got the three sort of the, the plastic um, uh, pools out front of the boat. Are they little donation? Um, uh, pools, or what are they all about in front of the so, picture of the so, boat? Yeah, so what that is, mate, that's our XSAS boat. That's uh, uh, what we do is we set up those little tubs, and they've got magnetic fish in there, Marty. Okay. So the kids get in the, the kids get in the boat, they pick up a rod, and they've got little magnetic uh, strips on the end, and they basically uh, fish uh, uh, fish out of the little tubs uh, through through magnetic source, and then they reel them in, and just a bit of fun for them, you know. They get a kick out of it, and, uh, yep. you know, they'll, they'll also, you know, grab a prize or a gift while they're down here, mate. So, yeah, um, come on down. Have a, have a look and yep. it's, uh, it, it should be a great day. It will. Dave, the, the, the veterans that you're helping support, can you see a difference in these guys and girls um, who are now part of this group? Is there a bit more light in their life? Mate, I, I honestly do believe there is. I think, um, you know, that, that gives them a bit of a purpose, a bit yes. of mateship, um, yep. you know, and, you know, they come along and, and make... Look, they make good friends. Some some ex defence people and that sort of stuff. Um, you know, a, a little bit lost. But yes. uh, you know, I'm not saying that Real and Veterans is the only organisation. No, far, of course but, not. Yeah, you know, but you know, we do offer. Um, you know, we do offer. Um, you know, fishing and, and mateship and you know, uh, anything uh, that that people just love to do with uh, with fishing or just uh, being you know uh, having having good mates. You know, yeah. um, and. You know, we're always around. We're always doing something. We're always got raffles going um, everywhere, and we're always doing things on weekends. So yeah, you know, yeah, that, that's what it's all about, mate. Just to, oh, to come brilliant. along and, and assimilate, and um, you know, talk about uh, you know with with defence members that um, that you know that that want to get involved. Cool. And when is your next um, uh, raffle night down at Bushland Beach Pub for your for your yep. um, meat raffles, etc. So, so next Friday, Marty and Gaz, yep. we we won't we didn't run one this Friday. Obviously, no. back with the with the Kings thing. As, a, as you can appreciate, there's a lot of organisation goes into these sort of things. Yeah, of, uh, uh, most, uh, if, uh, all of us guys are volunteers. We we give up our time to uh, to get these things set up and and make it a great day for everyone. Cool. And um, so next next Friday, mate, we're back down at uh, Bushy Beach at uh, you know four thirty five o'clock doing our couple of meat trays uh, to raise uh, valuable. Funds, uh, so we can support our reeling veterans uh, fishing for therapy. Definitely, uh, you know. Well, group. Gaz and I would love to organise a little fishing show bag for use to raffle off, and uh, we'll put some lures and crab measures and brag mats and uh, Minkota shirts, and that we'll make it a fantastic prize for you. Something that's going to be very muchly sought after, and I'm sure we'll make you guys a lot of money. So you let me know when you want to collect that, and Gary and I will have it ready for you, mate. Oh, look, thanks, guys, and, and look, thanks, um, thanks for the support for the. Um, NQ Fishing Show, look, you know, um, 
since I reached out to you, Marty, and had a bit of a chat to you. Yeah. You, know, you guys have been on board, and um, look, we really, dearly appreciate that. Being a non-profit organisation, we don't have a lot of funds and that sort of stuff, and anything we can, you know, we can get across the line with the, the likes of you guys and, and our sponsors and that sort of stuff, we do really appreciate, mate, so thanks so much for that. Oh, no, Dave, we're proud, proud to be part of it, and uh, and we salute you for it, and we hope you have a fantastic day, and we'll talk to you soon so you can grab this uh, prize bag off Gaz. Thanks, thanks, Marty, and thanks, Gaz. And Good on you, Dave. We'll contact Marty, and we'll... Uh, We'll talk soon. Uh, guys, have a great day. Have a great show. And if you get out in the mortar, be safe tomorrow. All right. Good on you, mate. Thank you very much. Oh, wait. And Dane Ramsey from yeah. from um, Blue Collar Tackle said he's going to throw in some goodies as well. He's got all of the, his prawns and, and paddle tails and all sorts of stuff. Dane's a great bloke, so he'd like to donate yeah, some Dane, prizes. Dane's a great guy, mate. He's a, he's an ex-veteran himself. Ex-vet, yes. So he knows where we're coming from. Yeah, for uh, sure. Thanks, Dane. Appreciate it, mate. Um, we'll, uh, uh, we do appreciate the support. Good on you, you, David. See you, mate. Have fun today. Thanks, guys. Thanks, have, mate. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. See ya. Head down to Kings. Beautiful. Down there if you uh, want to support the guys, if you want to buy some four-wheel driving gear. Yes. Plenty of Kings gear on the road when, I, when you set up. I see. It's everywhere. Mm. Very, very busy. I know. I've got my Iron Man stuff, so... I'm yes, happy. I've got me Napa stuff. Yeah, got me Iron Man. But gear. it's Can't not about it's not about that today. It's about uh, our yeah, boys, the really veterans, veterans down so, there. Yep, we're Buy open yourself a raffle ticket, everything. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, good so, stuff. Um, I was I was talking to Craig during the ad break, and uh, many 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 moons ago, um, he went out flathead uh, with a professional flathead fishing with a professional fisherman, and um, they went back to his house, and he said that they um, he opened up the freezer, and he had two two flatheads in his freezer, and both of them caught off the corner of our cape here were yep. both over four foot long. He said the biggest flatheads he's ever seen; they're absolutely monstrous. So they we they do come in here, uh, and like everything's changing for whatever a reason water temperatures and so forth more and more big hump-headed pink snapper are yeah. being caught here and, yes. and species that we don't often see um i heard a story the other and not a story because i had um uh, well the people on board uh testified to it we're, we're catching um wahoo within inside the reef well yeah, inside the can, reef i've heard of wahoo um in bowling green bay yes and the thing the thing with when you get wahoo in in the bay you also get the odd dolphin fish is because um the outer outer currents outside the reef yes every now and then turn and come into the bay Okay. And then they run there through, and that's what brings you small black marlin through. Boom. Right. Same yeah. as, I suppose, dollies as well, because yeah. they, they turn up within there, the reef sometimes. There's been uh, dolphin fish caught at Salamander Reef. Yes. Um, all through Bowling Green Bay. There's been wahoo, wahoo all through those areas. So normally when those outer currents turn to come through the gaps in the reef, yeah. um, which is uh, every now and then throughout the year, just depends um, when it does, they bring the little billfish through. Um, and there's also, um, when that happens, every now and then it, someone hooks a marlin over 500 pound trying to fish for... They do. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's not a rarity. Um, to see them through uh, Bowling Green Bay and out the back of the island and those areas just depends what the ocean currents do, which we have no idea what they do. So, um, yeah, it's uh, uh, one of the other flathead we haven't yes. um, spoke about is the good old rock flathead. I love them. With the eyelashes and everything. Yeah, I caught one, when was it? Not long ago. No, a couple of weeks ago. And that, that's been like my fifth or sixth one in, I can't in keep three them. years. No, no, I, never kept one. No, they are a wild-looking fish. Who um, apparently 
taste absolutely delicious. They probably do, but they... But they kind of talk to you. They look at you. Well, they flash their eyelashes yeah, please, at you. And, please don't. Yeah, so, so they are a wild-looking fish. Um, I took some guys fishing from America many years ago and they caught one um, down the Horton and could not believe how ugly it was. I can't say on air. See, their ugly is our... Gorgeous. <laughs> oh, it, and they, when he pulled it in, the, it was so funny when he seen it. That called it the something ugliest fish he's ever seen in his life. Yeah, said, yeah. What is it? I said that's a rock flathead. Um, they couldn't believe it. They'd never seen anything like it. Released it. Yeah. Um, and off it went. Was so. he a decent one? Oh, he was your standard um, little thirty-five, forty. Wasn't massive. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they, it come to the. Gee, boat. they're a barrel. Yeah. There's some serious meat on them if you really so, yeah, wanted them. A rock flathead. If you get a rock flathead, mm. he's uh, he's got eyelashes and really gnarly across the head. Yeah, Spiky. yeah. Spiky. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing with when you're handling flathead, oh. be so so careful because when they spike you, um, they've got some sort of um, slimy Poison. toxin and you bleed. But the old wives' tale, and I don't know whether it's true. If Neither you rub its belly. And then rub that on your on your. It doesn't hurt as much. I got told rub the rub the slime, the flathead slime yeah, into its, it off its belly. So yeah, yeah. But but yeah, they are a uh, a wild fish. And you got to pat its head at the same time when you're rubbing its belly. Yeah, right. You end up getting spiked. But um, that's where you pick. <laughs> try and pick them up lower down in the body. You tend to squeeze them around the butt. Yeah. Um, to pick them up. But yeah, be uh, if you got a set of um lip grips or something like that, highly recommend that you handle them with lip grips. For because sure. Because when you get spiked, you bleed. How are you with the filleting of flathead? You any good? Uh, because there's, I, there's, there's a lot of rib cage. Yeah, there's two ways you can do a flathead. Obviously, you've got to scale a flathead if you don't want to skin it. Right. So it, it can be a little bit tricky um, skinning a flathead. So that's why I scale mine. Do you really? Yeah. So, so you leave them whole? Yes. There's two ways you can do it. Okay. I'll scale it first. Yeah. And then you get your knife mm-hmm. and you go up under the, the um, fin on the side. Yes. Is, is, is side pectorals? Yes, side pectoral. Run your knife down to the spine all the way to the tail. Gives you a long fillet. Right. So you get two of them. If you're really good with a flexible knife, you can skin that. And then slice out the... Because if you put pressure down, put it, it yeah. bends the fillet and then you just fillet it yes. like a normal fish. So you can you can skin them, but if you've, if you've um, scaled it. But the other way to do a flathead... And this is what I want to hear. Yeah, the other way to do a flathead is scale it, mm-hmm. get all your scales off, then down by his butt, his butthole, push your knife down into his butt, to his spine, and then push your knife all the way to its pectorals again and then cut down and you end up with no guts no nothing all all of it's out but the head is, is gone. still no oh, the head's gone as the well the head's gone so you've got nothing but you you so you've essentially you're not filleting it you've been left with two wings whole, two two fillet wings two whole yeah, sides yeah they're all still on the spine and then you and can the bake skin's it. still on yeah because you've because you've um scaled the skin yeah um you can crunch it up or whatever you want to do but yeah if you push the knife at its butt down to its spine then run it along the spine mm. all the way towards its head you get rid of the ribs as well okay uh, and then you cut just before. Um, the pectoral fins, and you're left with no guts, no nothing, just a barrel of a flathead. Do, and when you eat it after it's baked, do you eat the skin? Yes. It's, it's crispy skin. So yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and what's it taste like? No, oh, just any crispy skin fish. Yeah, but it's beautiful. Beautiful, mate. You like yeah. that? But, but do you do you tart it up a bit? Do you, do no, you cook I it with orange or onions no, or anything like that? I don't like do that? anything like that with fish. 
because I like fish. Yeah, okay. So I don't do anything. But, yeah, that's two ways of, of filleting a flathead. Obviously, mm. if you want to do it whole, you can do it whole. But when you, you've got your little fillets, which can be a pain to fillet, or you get the whole barrel and you can just do that um, in foil or whatever you like. Is, yeah, yeah. Is just and so it's nice. important to get that stomach contents and everything out if you're going to bake it because that will go through to... Yeah, well, it comes out when you go along the spine, even when you fillet it. So you're obviously you're doing two strips up either side. That's the fillet? Yeah. yeah. No, but I can't understand. Yeah, you'll have to show. I'd, I'd love yeah, to see it. because if you picture your flathead, let's all picture a flathead. Yeah. Turn it upside down yes. so it's laying on its back. Get your knife... In its... No, across it, down at its butt. Yes. And slice down to the spine. Then lay your knife flat and go all the way to the pectoral fins right. flat. Yeah, I'm and with And then you now. cut down again and cut the head off. And yeah, then you're I'm... left with the barrel. Oh, good. And then you can cook that. And then you just, if you don't want to eat the skin, just fold the skin off it and just pick the meat off it. So two ways Yum. of doing it. Flat that sounds are really, great. really nice. Yeah, yeah. Let's do a flathead trip because we've we've made up our mind. You and I, we're going to go and do a little Hinchinbrook trip. We need to start discussing that sooner rather than later. Well, next or do we want to wait for the cool? Well, definitely not. What well, is that? The show show day next weekend. Right. The When's our V8s? Like the tenth of July, the following okay. week. Okay. Which I I'm not. Well, unless someone flicks me a ticket like last year, I might go. But no, I have one for you. No, I probably won't go. I'll probably sit at home. And have you got a corporate ticket? Yes, but I've been enough, so I, I will. Um, I'll go with Crimo. Yeah, why not? <laughs> no, no, that's that's no. for our platinums and so forth. So they'll they'll grab hold of that. But um, I'll, no. I'll get a couple of um, take no. the young fella. And yeah, take you. Yeah. yeah, it's all good, mate. I'll uh, I'll sit at home watch it on. I went last year, so the, the whole three days last year. Thank you, Mark, for the tickets. Oh, beautiful. So, uh, so yeah. So, no, mate, that's um, two ways of doing your flathead, um, mm. or that I do. There's probably other ways people do them, but mm. but um, that's that's how I like to do it. Because if your knife isn't flexible and you've got the fillets, mm. very hard to try and lay it flat and yep. pull a hole. Be- but when you get it and it's got no skin and just a fillet, and, yep. and it is... Are you choosy with your blades, with your knives? Do you when you um, like? I'm not. I, I just like a sharp knife, and it's got to be flexible for a fillet for me. I have a whole different range of sized knives. It's very hard to fillet yeah, a, got, a, a big I, fish with. I've a, got buck, buck, buck knives. knives. I love the buck knives. I've had my buck filleting knife for They're thirty years. Yeah, um, and I've also got some Blade Runner um, yep. knives as well. Dick, remember Dick's? Yes. Dick knives, yellow-handled ones, they were fantastic blades. Swibo were very Swibo good. Swibo were the same. I, when I had the shop, probably my biggest selling filleting knife was the Swibo range. Yeah. And the commercial guys used to buy a lot of Swibo back then. Yeah. And what they used to buy from me um, regularly was Swibo brung out a big, long blade that was round on the top. It yes. wasn't pointy. Yeah, yeah. And that was their skinning blade. Yep. And uh, used to sell a lot of them. Oh, the, uh, a um, professional fisherman uh, told me once um, that when they skin their fish, it's never with a super sharp blade. So you're slightly blunter sharp blade. When you fill it a few fish with it and so forth, rather than resharpen it at the end, use that as your skinning to take the yep. skin off. Don't use a super sharp blade to skin your fish. Use a, a blunter blade and it's a lot easier. I do that. I've got a really blunt blade for filleting and skinning because if it's too sharp, I end up skinning my fingers. And No, blunt no. knives are more dangerous. Yeah, I know. No, I've got, I like the, um, the blade runners and my buck knife. 
um, I've had for many, many years. And, um, well, speaking of that, next week yeah. I will bring a Blade Runner knife, filleting knife, in to give away. Good for you. And that's thanks to um, the gang at Taxbow, Buck Knives and Blade Runner Excellent. Alex. Excellent. So. Your Buck Knife, you, yeah. would you... Do you only put them on the on a proper butcher's sharpener, or would you run them through a clever sharp or something like that? No. Well, sharpening. Like, do you look after your blades? Because yes. like, I love the clever sharp. Sharpening <laughs> sharpening knives is is a personal preference of how people do it. Obviously, if you're a butcher or a fish filleter, you are very very good at it. On the steel. When I was when I was on the farm and we were butchering. Sheep and stuff oh, here like we that. Oh, again. We're going to lose half our listeners no, again. My knives, even with my knives now, um, I had a steel, but I had a stone. So what I used to do, and, and people are probably going to go, no, nah, that's not, but this is how I used to do it. I used to, when you look at a knife's blade, yes, it has its edge, then it has a shoulder. So you, if you looked at it under a microscope, there's a shoulder. So what I used to do with my stone mm. was take that shoulder off. So my knife used to go from the back of the knife to the blade, okay. to, the, to the edge. So there was no shoulder there on a knife. So then I would do whatever I had to do. And if it was getting a bit blunt, then I would hone it up on a steel yes. and then keep going. But I always used to, and I still do, take the shoulder off my knife. Fair enough. Um, and that's what I do. But there's people out there going, that's crap. I don't do that. But you probably don't. But that's the way I've done it. Yeah, yeah, each to their own. Um, and and that and you're very peculiar. Yeah, so mm. very peculiar. Mm. So uh, so yeah, I take the shoulder off my knives. It gives me more of a, a, a tapered edge. So so that's how I do it. Beautiful, excellent. Let's go to a song in an air break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Miss M from the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Hope you are enjoying the show this morning, Gary and I certainly are, as we always do. Enjoy a bit of Matika Toy Soldiers.
quarantine lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Townsville's 4K1G. Cruising down the street in my Commodore. Aboriginal woman, <laughs> down to the streets, I will. up a daily variety of music 24-7. Streaming online at 4K1G.org. 4K1G 107.1 FM. in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Science. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Science on 0418-199-667. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. We're having a splendid morning this morning, talking all things flathead at the moment. And now we're going to cross over and talk to Emma from Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Good morning, Em. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are we? Good. Are you cruising down the street in your Commodore? <laughs> no. No? No, oh, no not, not at the moment. <laughs> no. You were celebrating the big boy's birthday this week by the looks of it, having we a lovely were. meal. Yes? Yes, yeah. Gab turned 60 during the week. Yeah, we went for his 60th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good job. How was the no. meal down down at the Lucinda pub? Great, great oh, night. We, we actually went. We went to listen to pub for lunch, and then we went to Halifax for dinner. So we hit both of them. <laughs> <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? It's birthday, birthday day. Gav lost a pub call, so we did a little pub call. Uh, but, um, yeah, it was it was great. We um we hadn't been to Halifax pub for a little while, and um, it was really really nice. So yep. they got a nice little play area at the back, and the kids can run wild and feral while we sit and enjoy a nice meal. So yeah, we had we had a nice time. Oh, beautiful! I actually love the Halifax pub because uh, the publican there is actually a Liverpool fan and um oh. and, and, and uh, we have a bit of a chat about because i pulled up there one day with my uh, boat which is obviously it's got a big liverpool wrap on it and he's seen yep. it and uh he kind of come out and go did we just become best friends yep <laughs> <What's that? laughs> there you go uh, so there we go uh, very good what yeah. is the weather like there this morning it must be absolutely glorious it looks primo. I just posted a photo, actually, of um, at the front where the jetty is. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it looks absolutely beautiful. Oh. Have you seen the boat <laughs> ramp this morning perfection. yet? She'll be yeah, crowded. Yeah, a bit, uh, bit, bit full this morning. Yeah, busy <laughs> people there. First day of the school holidays, um, so everyone's getting out there. And um, we actually had 
we had uh, quite a full house already during the week and um, for the weekend. So, yes. yeah, there's lots of people getting out there, getting amongst it. I've got some photos. Um, from We've had people from down south staying that sent me through some really nice shots um, from yesterday afternoon. So I'm going to post them up. It's uh, really good to see some nice big GTs getting caught and they get that nice big trophy fish and they're, they're happy. So they're on their way back down south again now. And, yeah, it's, it's nice to see people been doing really well up the channel. So Oh, that's Great. I think that from what all reports that we've heard, the crabs have slowed up a little bit. Um, they're not as um, chockers as what they were. But on the flip side, the barras have showed up in big numbers up at Hinchinbrook, they which have. is good. So They have, yeah. People are still getting crabs, though. There's definitely crabs getting caught during the week. So oh, cool. Not as, not as heavy as what they were. So that, like, when they first came on, they were, they were catching them quite easily. But yeah. Yeah, there was definitely still people that were cooking crabs up and um, yeah, during the week. So definitely still some crabs around, but yeah, I don't think it's as heavy as it was. For sure. But yeah, no, the barras. Actually, when we went last, what was that last Thursday? We went up the channel with Gavin. I went for a little look around, and we could see the barras were all stacked up. It was so frustrating. Like I could see them, all the bait was coming alive, and. I'm on a time limit, you know, I've got to get back and get the kids from school, so everything started happening and things are moving, and then by that time we had to go, but we could see them all stacked up there, and they just would not take my lure. It was so annoying. Ugh. I was frustrated as. Yeah, <laughs> yep. and when they won't eat, that's it. It's total yeah. shutdown. Yeah, no, I tried all different ones, yeah, even the little, little jelly prawns, nothing worked for me, and I just thought, oh, you bloody things. <laughs> yeah, yep, and you'd think yeah. if you put a little tiny jelly prawn on or something like that, that you're going to get eaten, matching yeah, the hatch perfectly, because that's what they're eating, yeah. especially in winter. Cause, yeah, um, no, no barriers. We caught, we caught other things, like there was some grunter, a couple of mangrove jacks, yeah, that's yeah. What, like always the cods, but yeah, um, yeah could, just could not get those barriers to do it, and they just sat there just being cheeky, so yeah. <laughs> really frustrating. <laughs> oh, I bet. Are people wearing jumpers there this morning, or is it a nice temperature? No, no, it's, it's nice temperature, yeah, the, it's it was a little bit like chilly at night time. Yeah, it nothing, was. Yeah, no, the sun the sun's out. It's beautiful. Like there's no, it's not cold at all. Yeah, there'd be a lot of reef boats out uh, this weekend too. I reckon yeah. park beside I the think, lodge there. I'm thinking yes. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yep. no, it's definitely perfect. And you have a look at that photo that we just posted up. It's it's like flat out there. It's beautiful. Yeah, Gaz will get it up for me in a second. We'll get the photo up. <laughs> 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 yes. Oh. Um, help me out, Gaz. No, I'm not going there. I am, but I'm not. See, because he, because Gaz is not. Nah, that, that's my bad. Why, Jelly? It would have. I wouldn't even thought about it. But Gaz raises his eyebrows up and looks over say the console. <laughs> I'll show you in the ad. Right, I sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. So, how do people book with the lodge this weekend? <laughs> so, we don't have any availability this no. weekend. I do have something becoming available on Sunday. Um, so, from Sunday for a couple of nights during the week. So, if you're keen to get away for school holidays, I only have one room left for this week of school holidays. So, <laughs> if you are keen to get the kids up here, get out, make some adventures, get them off that screen time, and actually time. make some memories and. Do yep. some stuff where they're not going to drive you bonkers. Um, come up zero four double seven triple nine nine hundred to book in. Don't forget if you mention the fishing show, you get your fishing show discount. Yes. Um, so we we actually were offering a stay for pay three special for this first week of school holiday. So that still stands if anyone is keen for that one. Okay. Give us a call. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That sounds brilliant. And speaking of school holidays, is there a different feel there? Does it just feel different? Um, almost like a, well, it is a holiday town really, isn't it? It's sort of, it must have a different it's, ambience or vibe. 
be honest, it's we get the same sort of people all the year round. Yep. Like the fishermen, that's we're very like well, we're a specific market, I guess. We don't really get like we don't get the hordes of travellers. Um, where we are, we're sort of more like people that like to go fishing. Yes. I mean, we do get people that don't go fishing just because we are right on the waterfront, but we are set up perfect for people that like to go fishing. Even if you don't have a boat, you can sit on that pontoon and go for a fish. So, I mean, we do get mainly fishermen, people bring their families, mates coming for fishing trips, um, little friendly boys' competitions. Um, you know, they get out there and they want to have a little cop between them all, work parties. like. But it's mainly the fishing community so it's um yeah it's it is a nice vibe that's relaxed you know everyone has a chat they sort of compare their stories at the front like it's yeah it's, it's really nice huh. Sounds fantastic. I wish I was there now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, Gaz and I, we're going to be book, booking soon. We, after the show today, we're going to have a look at a couple of dates and tides and uh, we'll give you a call because we're just going to come up for a weekend and have a bit of a muck around. We don't fish together often. So when oh, we do, we want to make a good. Excellent. Well, let me know your dates. We'll lock it in. All right. Beautiful. Thanks, Miss M. Good on you. Have a lovely Bye-bye. weekend. You too, guys. Thanks a lot. Hey, we'll catch you later. See, See you, mate. Bye, Bye mate. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. The uh, oh, messenger's go. going hot to trot. Ruckus has sent us a message. He got a 87-centimetre flatty at the mouth of the Ross years ago. See, that is huge. That's a thumper. And then Kingy... 87. Kingy Clint sent us a message, said uh, a photo of his mate with a dog-tooth tuna. They got uh, two on the southern end of Grub Reef, so trolling for Spaniards. So. Oh, dog-tooths. Yeah. <laughs> so it depends which Never way those currents are running. So. It does, and I was talking to Joan during the ad break, and she she was mentioning that us talking about flatheads, bringing back lots of really really awesome memories for her, and she was saying how Ted uh, used to fillet them and um, just grab a feed of flathead and whiting. So it's a good segment, guys. We we um, bringing up the flathead, but you and I have said it on the show for many and many a year that that we've had a soft spot for the flatties. They're a beautiful fish to tie. They're actually a, a real cool looking fish, and they are. I love their eyes. Very Great good, eye. very good crab bait. Their frame and their head a flathead when you take the fillets off. I, I would imagine so. Yeah, no, I've done all right over the years with um, flathead frames. Yes. So, yes, no, very, very nice. Oh, well, that's good. Yes. That's good. Well, we might as well organise our next song and the ad break. You know what? I'm just going to knock an ad over. And then we're, when we come back, we're going to talk um, Pia? to Pia from Rising Sun Marines. So, without further ado, let's get to it. Sponsor. Time to get styled up with a new car or four-wheel drive from Motorco on Bowen Road. If you want a ute or need more seats or biggest mob, then you should go with Motorco. Great warranty and up-to-sale service. Motorco can deliver to Palm Island and other remote communities. Motorco, station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. What is greatness? It's doing what makes you feel proud. What feels right for right now? You You define define your greatness. greatness. When you can be there for people in their time of need. 
Be there for your community. You define your greatness. Choose from over 90 fee-free courses at TAFE Queensland and focus on your future, not your finances. Apply now at TAFE Queensland. Make great happen. RTO 0275. Station sponsor. When you're a builder and your father and grandfather were builders before you, it's definitely in your blood. Homes by DJ Jones brings that experience and passion to every home. Homes by DJ Jones build quality homes at a true turnkey price with no hidden extras. If you're looking for peace of mind when you build, see their new display home at Harris Crossing featuring the new Tesla Powerwall. Homes by DJ Jones. Your home, your future, their reputation. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. I just gave Rising Sun Marine a call, but our girl, Pia, is um, on days off, so we're going to call her back next week and uh, see what's going on in the wonderful world no, of the Rising Marine. No, no, but we, we'll talk to the, um, Pia next week. She so, told me every second week she's in at work. We must have to flip it around. Yeah. You're going to have to so flip it around, my friend. I'll call in and see her during the week and see what's going on. Indeed. Who were you just having a big I was talking with? to Jose there. Oh, yes. He said that... Um, um, nice that I mentioned um, his flathead stomping grounds over his younger years was Naruma down in the lakes down there. Naruma. Yeah, right down on. southern uh, New South Wales. My, my my dad's was Sandgate in Brisbane. Oh, my my um, best mate's mum lived mm. on the lakes there. So her house overlooked the, the lakes. The lakes as in? Naruma Lakes. Naruma Lakes, There's all yep. lakes through there where the ocean falls in. So oh, we used to go there when we were 18, 19 yeah. um, and spend some time there. So, so no, a, uh, a really nice uh, part of the world and massive flathead, over a metre yeah, down there. Yeah, that's incredible. The heads look like shovels. Do you yeah. want to risk it? We've got a call. Go on. You're I'll take the blame it. for this one. Well, you answer it. Ready? I'm answering. I'm picking it up. Morning fishing show. Good morning. Hey, <laughs> Courtney. How are you going? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. You're chasing some numbers? Uh, yes, please. How many would you like? Um, I would like four today. One for you? Uh, no, not for me today. I've put you down. You're too late. Okay. If you're going to ring in, you're getting a number today. Uh, so oh, we've he's got bossy. 27 for you, Courtney. 28 for Sam. One for Mark. Yes, please. 29 for Mark. One for Mason. Yep. Is 30. And who else have we got? Uh, Hayley. And Hayley is 31. Okay. Thanks, Courtney. Thanks, Courtney. You have a lovely weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Now, one day, Courtney's going to surprise us and go, I've got a fishing story I'm out here. on the water. Guess where I am, fellas? Fishing. <laughs> good on you, Courtney. Love that you ring in. She's um, good Yeah, sport. so uh, those um, southern lakes all through there. And you yeah. know what um, really interests me, I would love to do it one, one year, is the Flathead Classic down um, the Gold Coast area. Yes. It would be something different. It is, and it's it, that is – the Flathead Classic is certainly the Barra Nationals of Flathead. flathead. <laughs> yeah. it's Probably the big not one. in the same 
Oh, no, know. definitely not. I definitely not, because but, but Flathead hasn't got the prestige label as what the Barrow has, nor should it, even though we love the Flatty. But um, they, down south, if you're in, in the Gold Coast or those areas, fishing for Flathead is, is what you do, because there are some prime areas down oh, there, th- all through those yeah. um, canals and waterways that but they I've have down the there. Watch the um footage of it, and there's like particular banks where the Flathead are, and there's like 28 boats on it, all flicking in one area. In and I'm what? like, nah. No. Nah. Nah. You know, uh, one thing with the flathead um, is to really drop down your leader size. Uh, Definitely it, drop everything down. Is, is down to 10 to 15 pound in your leader. Yes. Um, because they are a very, they're not a raspy mouth type fish and they don't, um, they tend to just grab hold of it and you hook them up. So don't be afraid to drop down to 10 or 15 pound lead, a bit of fluorocarbon or something like that and, yeah. and fish for them that way. But we've had a good response for the flathead the flathead special not that we were going to do a flathead special but it turned out to be one yeah um, most definitely anywhere where there's a good bit of run over over flats or or round corners or inside corners where it gets a good bit of run over it yeah. um and then they move up onto it and yeah and like i said that spot at the horton opposite burrumbush the creek yeah opposite burrumbush there's a beautiful sand mud bar there and when it starts pushing over the top of that to go up the little creek yes prime flathead oh. but amazing in saying that it lasts for about 30 or 40 minutes and then that's it and that's it they go okay um where they go i have no idea maybe they go out onto the bigger flats areas and work their way around there so so but yeah just um look at that spot but be careful going over there Mm. um because it's very shallow all through there nowadays good good luring along there too when you get the conditions right yeah i like luring along there no it's good fun hey before we go any further too i just want to give uh loz and myself a bit of a plug and um you're going to be coming on the show in a while but uh loz does uh who's a an announcer on 4k1g um works for us work for the station should i say he's got a fantastic show saying uh music is the language of us all and it's um it's on every thursday night at 6 6 p.m through till 8 p.m or um uh, mine i was on the show last weekend um which was a tuesday last night week. Yeah, tuesday. yeah last week which was tuesday yeah. night because of the origin so forth so we brought it um forward a little bit but um it's a. Fa- I, I had the best time of my life. Basically, it's a. It's a. Um, it, it's a questionnaire about memories and thoughts and and. Uh, this I is listened your life to it music. at Conway Beach. You did listen to. Fell it. asleep in the first five minutes. No, it was you riveting, didn't. mate. <laughs> no, you didn't. So <laughs> do yourselves a favour, um, and and get get the podcast. Um, I think we're up to the episode. Loz is up to episode twenty three or twenty four. Yeah. Uh, music is the language of it all. It is a fantastic program. I had a. Great time doing it. I so, listened. Um, it was good. Yeah, yeah. So if uh, go go onto the pod beam and have a look and uh, look up my name and if you yeah. if you're really really bored and want to have a listen, do it. Yeah, it's I'll get a kick out of it. Yeah, yeah, tune in. It's number one at Carlisle Gardens this week. Is <laughs> <laughs> your favourite podcast the music you played? <laughs> <laughs> They're loving it. In between <laughs> knitting and crocheting and ping pong. Piss off, girl. <laughs> no, it was good, mate. I actually did. It went for three hours, 45 minutes, and I listened to every minute of it. It was good. Yeah, no, You I were in your element. It. You and Loz were in your element with um, your love of music. Number so. one at Carlisle. You're an idiot. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's up on the wall. Tune <laughs> hey, in. I, I, I heard you mention the lakes before, and obviously you're talking about lakes down south, but I immediately, my head went straight to the lakes here. Here, yes. And... Uh, 
I'd love for people to tell, just to know just how chock full of fish that joint is. It is incredible. It is a There's fantastic. a lot of all through our lakes. Yeah, yeah, all through. I'm not sure how many cities have uh, the sort of fishing that we have, the mecca of fishing, yeah. right in the guts of our city. Like from the Upper Ross all the way through past Aikenvale, Ennardale, everything to Fairfield. Appland's Wheel, we have stocked dams. Yeah. Major shopping centre on... Uh, you know, right beside yeah. Castletown, and you've got a big set of lakes there that holds everything from barra, mud crabs, yeah. brim, you name it. Even through Fairfield and those jacks. areas. It is an incredible lovely, fishery. Good fishing all through them. There's it a lot it of is really, really good fishing. And um, yeah. look, we're not talking anything out of the, the bag there. It's, it's, no, it's, it's on it's YouTube normal. and people talk about it everywhere. So, yeah. Um, it, and, but. There's some big, big, big fish in there. Go in there. Eddie Watkins and I used to um, used to go down to the lake, and we used to catch our bait um, on the lakes. So the same spot I was talking about where I catch my bower in the floods, yep. where it comes through the pipes there on flight, and um, and we've caught some really, really big bower there in this time. It's a great, yeah, no, it's great nice. Fishery. We've got a lot of uh, land-based spots all over town. Yeah, how many people do you see um, sitting on the the side of the creek where the causeway is? Oh. And yeah. I've seen some great fish come out of that. Well, so. Manny, uh, do you remember Manny? Yes. He, he got a 15-kilo trevally on the opposite side of the wall um, going back about 20 years ago on a George Dempster yep. popper. I've caught flathead on the town side of that. Yeah, yep. You know There's barras there. There's you, everything there. You know what I did one day? I was fishing there. Yeah. Hey, before run- we keep going, yeah. Um, Maffo Daniel was ju- just sent a message and he said also to put on the bucket list while we're talking about tournaments um, is the Barra Nationals. You've got to put that on the list. Yeah. Yep. Never fished the Nationals. No. Interesting. But I would love to wear yeah. the skirt until I. What was it? You got to wear a skirt until you get a Barra or something. You Do don't you? know about that rule? No. I'm almost positive that all oh. newbies to the competition have to wear ha- an- has have to wear a skirt. Interesting. Yeah, and then once you've caught a Barra. The skirt can come off, but I think that skirt's got to be worn everywhere until you do get a barrow, oh. dinner, you name it, the whole show. Oh. I, uh, as we were saying with the causeway, I've caught a nice flathead on the town side, casting to the muddy yeah. bank on the other side. But what I did do, I was there and it was almost low tide, and there was a cast net tangled in the rocks, mm-hmm. and I ripped it out three lures. You little beauty. Oh my God, that's many years ago, so. Yeah. Can so, you remember the lures? Uh, one was a mad mullet. But the others I can't remember because I loved mad mullets back then. I used to, yep. I used to throw the mad mullets at Hinchinbrook yep. um, so, so much. And, and like we do with lures, you tend to drift away from a lure that was really successful. I, you do, yeah. Yeah, I used to throw the SR9 shad wraps from Rapala. And they still kick and, ass. And they were the lures for that I used to throw. But now I've got them. But they never come out of the box. You, you jump onto stuff that is new and you think, oh, this shape's going to be better. And yeah. maybe one day I should um, take all the stuff pre-2010 um, out mm. of my box and leave it at home and take all my before, um, oh, pre-sorry, 2010, yeah. use that, leave all my after-2010 stuff um, at yeah. home. You see what the results are. See, yeah, it's funny, like Brendan with the SR9, so that's his favourite. Oh, I loved it. And, uh, but in baby bass. It doesn't use too many other colours, just like the baby the gold, bass. I like the gold, but the gold... The gold orange? Yes, that, but yeah. it never used to last long. It used to go to a dull gold. Which I didn't mind. 
No, but I uh, I brung a lure in to show you today, and I love it. That is one of my um, all time favourites. Has it got a rattle in it, Gaz? Put no, it up against no the rattle. No rattle. Right. So it's a nothing. I'll take a photo of it and put it on our page. I reckon it's a pretty. Rare. It's probably um, over twenty years old, and it's from the bomber range, but it's a bomber herring. Yeah, it's really Everyone cool. sees the standard long A-bomber. Yeah. Um, this was the old bomber herring. And and I've thrown it a couple of times, but I don't want to lose it. It would have a great action. It has a beautiful... It would be you, very, very rolly, though, wouldn't it? Big yeah, bib and it's, it, when non-low you, profile. When you tweak it in the... In the um, Are you going to take a photo of it I'm going to take a photo and put it on our page. When you tweak it and um, you roll it in the snags, it looks like a herring on the end of the, of the snag. It's, oh, it oh, is so cool. I absolutely love the shape of it. It's just a really, really cool thing. It is a beautiful bomber. Yeah. Um, and you don't see a lot of them. I like the colour too. When I look at the colour dead straight on, I'm like, because eh, I'm, I don't know how you feel. I'm not a holographic fan. I don't like. This one is. Uh, yeah. No, there's a lot of colour in it. It's a spectacular. Like the new Yozuri 3Ds and holographics oh. and so forth are really cool with that strip of, um, whether it be silver or gold or chartreuse through it, they look fantastic. But do you ever throw the full clear lures? No. No. And should we? Probably. Yeah. Definitely, because, you know, like crystal bait and all that sort of stuff. When you look at some of the baits that swim along the mangrove edges... Yeah. Well, look at a gar. Yeah. You just think, um, I should be throwing something a little bit translucent. How many bloody photos you taken? Well, I'm trying to get the best angle. Then I'll take one of the lure. Oh, sorry, of me. I apologise. But it's a... um, it's a cracking-looking lure, yeah, and I'm afraid to use it, but it's a very, very... Well, don't uh, use it. No, I won't. It's a very rare bomber. Mm. Well, I, I presume it's rare because I haven't seen another one. Yeah. I have many years ago, but um, not a lot. But for flathead in shallow water would probably be really, really good. I think you're right. I think you're right, but it's got to dive deep enough. I think looking at that lure there, it should dive to about two foot. But um, no, I I, uh, I have a real soft spot for it. You're going to be lucky to get it out of here when we leave. Um, okay, well, it's that time of the morning where we go to a song and that break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Gordon from Cleveland-based seafood, see what's going on in the seafood industry, say good day, and find out what specials he has. hope you enjoy this song. We'll be back shortly after these messages and breaks. special feeling we get in the cockles of our hearts, maybe below the cockles, maybe in the subcockle area, maybe in the liver, maybe in the kidneys, maybe even in the colon, we don't know. I'm just a regular Joe with a regular job, I'm your average white suburbanite slob, I like football and porno and books about war. I got an average house with a nice hardwood floor My wife and my job, my kids and my car My feet on my table and a Cuban cigar But sometimes that just ain't enough To keep a man like me interested 
on only live exclusive weekend show in town. Deadly by Dark every Friday and Saturday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. with K1G. Too deadly. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer Boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your Red Arc specialists. State-of-the-art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. You're looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service, and all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power 
with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. You're with Marty and Gaz. We're having the ball this morning. We're going to continue that trend. We're going to cross over to Gordon from Cleveland Bay Seafoods. Good morning, Gordo. How are you, mate? Good morning. How are we all? Yeah, fantastic this morning. Beautiful weather, Gordo. Yeah, too good to be at work, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate, or sitting in a studio. We'll be over to pick you up in five minutes. All right, I've got the boat beside ready to go. <laughs> good. How's the week been, buddy? Yeah, mate, well, it's very good, isn't it? Looks like yeah. we've got this beautiful weather, sunshine, everything like that. So the girls have got their netball carnival, boys and girls, out, out at Murray there to, this weekend, so you don't want to go near there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay, stay away, go fishing. Yeah, stay away, go fishing and have a bit of fun. Or if you like, grab a nice little bit of prawns and sit down the beach and peel them and eat them. Beautiful. Oh, sounds great. Hello? Beautiful. Uh, I bet you've got uh, some beauties in the window there. Mate, as I said, we're catching beautiful local tigers off the back of Maggie here between Maggie and Palm. Yeah. Um, 35.90 a kilo, good size, good colour, um, beautiful, to good flavour. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Yeah, no, so, just perfect. Yeah, so you just want to grab a kilo of them, a bit of our special seafood sauce, sit on the beach, take your partner down there and have a nice, beautiful uh, time away. Oh, you've set the scene perfectly. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go by myself because I'm a bit of greedy when it comes to good prawns. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> hey, mate, what about some oysters, Gordo? The South Aussie's still coming up nice. Mate, the South Aussie's, they've been having absolutely shocking weather down there. Yep. So there's actually that much nutrients in the water. They are that fat, it's not funny. Oh, how good's that? Right? You know, yep. like, people have got to understand, like, when the, like, they've got rain, wind, hail, floods in Adelaide and everything yep. like that. So that all goes into the water column. Yep. Puts all the plankton there, and they're chewing up, and they're fat as anything. Yeah, they just sit there filtering, don't they? And just, as you said, oh. just getting fatter. Mate, actually, one of those mollusks are one of the best indicators of how good the environment is. Oh, right, yep. Because when they're fat, there's heaps of nutrients, there's heaps of fish around, there's heaps of bait around, everything like that. When they're skinny, they're skinny everywhere. Yeah, mate, it's like me. When I'm fat, I've found a good fish and chip shop. Yep, no problem. <laughs> I've been eating heaps. Been eating, yeah, eating and eating. Like that, it? Yeah, it is, mate, when you uh, when you hoe in. Although your prawns the other week, mate, were just so nice to sit around and just peck on and just throw the bits and pieces over the side and eat. Though. That mixed yeah. prawns are just, I don't know, they're just so nice, the mixed. Mate, they're great value for yeah. $26.90 a kilo or two kilos for $40. Yes, no, they're perfect. You know, um, they eat well, the, and as you say... You'd be surprised how many people take a kilo of prawns fishing with them. Yeah, I reckon it's lovely, mate. I just You just sit there and just, if they're not biting, you just sit in there peeling prawns. And as you said the other week, when you're throwing those heads and skins and tails over, there's your burly going in. So it's all a win-win. 
Well, especially with this beautiful steel and neat tides and everything like that, yeah. it's a great time for your um, whiting fishing. Yes. Yeah. So if you curly them up, you'll school them up, and especially with those prawn shells and that little little hook and float them in there and they off they go. Yeah, no, it is nice, mate. Do you do you get out much doing some fishing, Gordo, or you're too busy working and and fillet and I, fishing? I, I, I do I do enjoy my fishing, always have, and I've got yep. two boys that one I take all the time. Yeah, no, beautiful. What's your favourite? What do you like chasing when you head out, mate? I love catching the endangered Spanish mackerel. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, and there's not many uh, left, but... and the door is opened. Oh, I know. <laughs> so and stuff. Well, yep. actually, here's one interesting thing for you. Yes. A lot of the professional recreational fishermen have gone and done, paid and got a survey done independently. We were talking about that this morning, and uh, Gary and I thought we'd better not mention that because we don't know, but you're perfect to talk about it, so we want to hear you. Yeah, so if you look on the Queensland Association uh, Fishermen's Association page, they've got a full rundown on it of all their faults that they've made on the stock assessments. Ah. They want to post it up for yes. everyone to read. Yep, and it's wholly contradictory, we hear, to the first round of scientific results that come through, which we all know is a crock of shit, really. So this, this, well, this one new of the, one. One of the things we've been doing for a long time is we've been giving our frames, backbones, and we've been doing this for over 10 to 15 years, Yeah, to the NQ Fish Management mob in cans that measure all the fish so they do all the size management yes um and one of our problems is is they've actually never used any of their fish data on the me- measurement or size of the fish that's coming in okay yeah right you're right uh so we've actually stopped doing that and said what's the point you guys yeah. are getting paid by the government you, you do all this we're catching the fish Mm. And like we, like if we're doing an unload, it would take us an extra an hour and a half to measure the fish, do it all. There's not, we're only wasting our money now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If they're not going to use your data, what's the point? Oh, what's the, the point? Yeah, the, yeah. The, okay. Yep. Yeah. With this new, and one of the other things too is you've also got a food safety aspect with it, where any mackerel over ten. So in their data, they've turned around and said there's a lot of smaller fish being caught. But on it, most of our food safety programs, we're not allowed to take a fish over 15 kilos. Yep. And some states, it's only 10 kilos. Okay. Yeah. So when you when we're selling the fish to the market, those big 20, 25 kilo Spanish, we can't sell. Okay. So a fisherman will not take that. They just let it go. A professional fisherman lets all that go. Yeah, I didn't know that. I don't know how many of my friends would know that. No. It's, right? Yeah. So we've actually got rules that we... like. They're, they're perfectly good to eat, everything like that, because of cigarettes and, and all that. Yeah. We've just said, no, we're not taking it. It keeps our risk out, everything yes. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, huh. so, yeah no, interesting times ahead. Does anyone have so, to respond to these new results, Gordon? They're looking at it, then they don't know. Okay. Okay. Right. Yep. So it's, it, is this kind of a watch this space? Oh, mate, we're talking about government officials. Have made <laughs> it and that's it. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that should be watch this empty space. Yeah. So 
they'll, they'll just move on. And the only way any of this gets changed is if you go to your local member. If we get enough people to write letters, they can open it up. One thing they hate doing is work and having common sense approach on things. So if we yeah. keep on saying that this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, they'll eventually have to get out of their office and find out what's going on. Yes. Um, and try and listen and see what really, and then have an informed, make an informed decision, which is very hard with that. So, yeah. you know. It's, it's going to be interesting. Um, I've seen um, some of the stuff that has been independent, the reviewer has looked at, and, yeah, it's it's basically a lot what we said during the working groups about um, the numbers that have been put in and and how they've been used and no one and not not me particular but the guys who are commercial fishermen that sat there none of their experience was ever taken into account like we had over um 150 years of spanish mackerel experience just sitting there with three blokes and they never listened to anyone. So it'll be interesting, Gordon, over the coming month or two to see what um, response comes back or if one even does come back, to be honest. Mate, mate, I remember as a kid you'd go to Rib Reef in October mm. and there'd be 50 boats hanging around it with four yep. dories each for the Spanish mackerel. Right? When the yep. planes flew over at night, they, they thought it was an actual city, <laughs> yeah. an island, because they'd, everyone would tie up together and have a great time. Yep. At night time, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. And in the morning, they'd all break off, all go to work, everything like that. Um, but today, I think last year at Rib Reef, there was three people that fished it all together. Yeah. And yeah. over the whole 12 months. The, prof- the professional fishermen don't actually have the numbers that they used to have 20 years ago. No, no. No, it'll be interesting times, buddy, and we'll uh, we'll keep chatting to you about it. And what you've got in the shop also um, is worth everyone heading down there and buying themselves some fresh prawns, fish, oysters. How, any crabs around, or they're slowing down a bit with the cold? Oh, they, they are slowing down. I think my crab is slowing down as well because he's old. <laughs> <laughs> who, who do you get yours off? Hey, where do your crabs come from? Mate, they're all caught out of Cleveland Bay here. Who's who's your crabber fellow? Um, not not Al. No, no, Mister Jack Whitehouse. All oh, right, yeah, but mate, eventually we all slow down. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's been working the bay for over fifty years here, and he knows it worse than it. Um, he knows it better than anything. Oh, he would, mate. And, after fifty, yeah. Like I said he's uh, getting a bit tired and he's getting a bit slow, and yeah. Oh, mate, he. Mate, they're, they're the guys that should be spoken to, um, to be honest. Like, if the government's going to talk to anyone, people like your crabber who's been there for 50 years um, knows exactly what's going on with the bay and the creek. So they're the people they should be chatting to, but they never do. They wouldn't dare because they'd get no. real. We've got a thing in, uh, and you guys are in the building and other trades. We've got a thing called prior learning. And because these guys haven't got union degrees, no one ever gives them any credit. But the, yeah. the knowledge they have is some of the best you'll ever get. Oh, it is, mate. I could sit down with hours and chat to them yeah. and just sit there and listen and listen. But uh, unfortunately, when you get into that big castle called Parliament House, you tend to not want to listen. Well, they don't understand. No. No, so, true. All right, buddy. We better keep moving. Yeah. What, what time are you open till today? We're 5 o'clock today and 3 o'clock tomorrow. Good on you, mate. We'll chat to you next Saturday. 
All right, I'll talk to you then. Thanks, Thanks Gordon. Gordon. See you, mate. There's Gordon from right. Cleveland Bay Seafood. Old Jimmy Falkenberg sent us a message. He said he's down at Bush, Bushy Beach this morning. It's flat as. Oh. Uh, the, as flat as the Bruce Highway. He can't go frogging because there's no run and no big tide. So he said there are a few flathead lies around down there as Fantastic. well. Fantastic. So Is Jimmy fishing? Jimmy. No, he hasn't said whether he's fishing. If I know Jimmy, he's waiting for the pub to open. No. No, he's not. Good on you. No, no. I had a message here from uh, from Eddie, me mate Eddie Watkins, um, and he's saying he, he learned how to fillet flathead in Tassie. And he said, before you remove the fillet completely, you can actually peel the skin off like they do a leather jacket. So you the start old leather a, jacket. The old leather jacket. Start a little bit, grab your finger, and just tear it off. Just pull it off. Yeah. So there we go. Old Chris Wilcox has just sent... Well, not old. Chrissy Wilcox just no, sent well, me... you've said it. I've done it now. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. Um, he's just sent me a photo of a nice bush camp with his caravan and all set up and um, camping wherever he is. It looks good, Chris. Thanks for the invite. No, he always invites. Sends us an invite. Um, and uh, I've still got to catch up with you during the week or next week and drop some stuff off for you. Yes. But now, I perfect. have uh, crabbers... Uh, Queensland Burgundy crab yes. in my car, no so one, no, no one got it. No one picked the score. Who would have picked that score in State of Origin? So State of Origin 3 will be having another pick the score comp um, to uh, see if we can give away the awesome crab controller from Scotty down there at Crabber. If no one picks it after the third State of Origin, then the Crabber crab will stay in my car. Yes. And uh, don't forget also in the coming weeks we've got uh, some Ultimate Pro crab pots to give away. The little ones. Which the little, are hey, they easy, are fantastic. Easy to handle with for the kids. So, Well, not just that, but uh, if you... Like um, if you've got a bass boat or, or, or a boat with lots of gear in it and you're a little bit nervous about... A, bass, a bass boat and you go crabbing, please. Hey, I'm just Mate, saying. Those bass I'm just boat, saying. Those bass boat blokes complain when they've got a hair out of place on their head and you can think them crabbing, please. Have you had a look at Reese Bullimore? <laughs> I have. He's got no <laughs> hair on his head. <laughs> Reese. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Oh, anyway, on that note, and do apologise for that last song, Gary Pip. Um, picked the wrong version, so we ended up... I didn't up play any. That's your... I told you. You played that, and I heard the cheer at Carlisle Gardens from here. <laughs> Not for that tune, you didn't. But anyway, here's a bloody good one. Hey, this one's for me mate, Ash Godwin. Now, I know he likes this song. He actually put me on the word. So That's a pet shop, boys. Good, okay, you need to go away now, <laughs> you silly little man. <laughs> best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and festivals, and you, sir, do not have a pair of testicles if you prefer drinking from glass. A Red Solo cup is cheap and disposable. In 14 years, they are decomposable, and unlike my home, they are not foreclosable. Freddie Mac kissed my ass. Woo! Red Solo cup, uh-huh. I fill you up. Let's have a party. Well, that, my friends, is quite 
Yucky. But I have to admit that the ladies get smitten, admiring how sharply my first name is written on you with a sharpie when I get to hitting on them to help me get lucky. Red Solo Cup. For this fella, cause you are the abbot into my costello, and you are the fruit to my loom. Red Solo Cup, you're more than just plastic. You're more than amazing, you're more than fantastic. And believe me that I'm not the least bit sarcastic when I look at you and say, Red Solo Cup, you're not just a cup. No, 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 God, no. You're my you're my friend. Friend. Lifelong. Thank you for being my friend. Red Solo Cup. from crime fighting in Gotham City. No rest from danger, though, because all around us is that deadly daily danger. Thanks, Batman. G'day, it's Dave Daly. Hitching a ride inside your car radio. Nice car you got here, too. Weekdays at Sparrow's Fart. It's very Townsville. The Dave Daly Show, only on 4K1G. Too deadly. You know, I used to love going walkabout, but ever since that motorcar mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motoco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig, you should go with Motoco. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. 
station sponsor. Get down to your favourite Lily White Hotel and enjoy a great feed and relaxed family atmosphere. Four convenient locations. The Bowley Barn Hotel, Bushland Beach Tavern, Hotel Stewart and Riverview Tavern. Locals looking after locals. Station sponsor. Here's another disaster ready tip brought to you by Townsville City Council. Minimise damage or loss to your important documents. Plan ahead of an emergency. Keep original and certified copies of important documents in a safe, secure place. Include home, contents and car insurance papers, Medicare, pension cards, immunisation records and a list of contact numbers. Be disaster ready. Visit disaster.townsville.qld.gov.au for more information. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome to the 4K1G Fishing Show. We the have 4K a go- Q- Q- 4K1G Fishing Show. Sorry. Thank you. Well, has he put a couple of photos up of bombers on yeah, your Robbie's post? Yeah, Robbie's put some of old bombers up, some different style, that American chug bug style. Yes. Yeah, awesome. Since I put my old bomber lure hmm. up there. Have um, you dyed your hair? No, why? What's That's it That's very silvery white. It's almost pearl. That's, anyway, carry on. Sorry. That's being on the um, beach. Yeah. You know, you just used to squeeze lemon in your hair. Have you had Botox? Yeah. Something's going on. cheeks. Something's going on. You oh, look, yeah, right. You look pretty, guys. Do I look good today? <laughs> Always look good, mate. Right. Just uh, what I have to put up with. Um, yeah, Wellsy well, says... I don't like what? your lippy, but anyway... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, just I'm filling out our price sheets. But Sorry, yeah, Wellsy's put um, some uh, old bombers up there. I, anyone has some old bomber lures or anything, um, put them. On, continue our post. Now, I've put I'm on, on, on the Facebook really good, page. cool page, which is a Rapala Group. Rapala sell swap and buy group, and uh, yeah, some of the beautiful Rapalas um, that I see get put up there is really, really cool. And massive lots of them, but um, I never purchase any because I'm too. You don't purchase anything fishing off a site, please. A million times. I'm a lot more careful than what... what, But once bitten, twice shy. I only got burnt once. Never again. I still stew over it. Yeah, don't you wish you could catch the scammer? Um, In in every possible way, but... Every, Every possible way, but I do believe in the karma train, and yeah, and it's come. How many scammers have you been getting contacted by? I just they always they need to change it up a bit. Bit. Hello, how are you? Well, I have bought you a heard book. About the government. I bought a book called. I bought a book off the internet called "How to Identify Scammers." It's been six months and it hasn't turned up yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do, mate. They do. I uh, I don't buy a great deal off off the internet or but i often look at fishing gear and you go that looks too good to be true and usually as Judge judy is. would say if it sounds too good to be true it is too good to be true normally not so every time but there is plenty you've got to be very very careful i actually heard something interesting yesterday on the news and i don't know much about it it was our prime minister albo um, whether you like him or whether you don't. And they were talking about cyber crime and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he said one way to to combat it is turn your phone off once a day for five minutes. Hey? Yes. And, and he didn't elaborate in his little squeaky voice, um, but um, that's what they, they are just doing a, a big thing about cyber crime and stuff like that. And he said one simple way to combat identity theft and stuff like that is turn your phone off for five minutes um, every day. 
I don't know. I turn. I'd love to know his reasoning behind that. Why yeah. wouldn't he elaborate on that? Well, it was That's only a, a small grab for a news, but I turn. I turn my phone off every night and switch it back on in the morning. And Do you I, really? Yes, every day. Okay. Yeah, when I get so home, I get home, I leave it on till about 7, Does 7.30 anyone, I, and turn it off. Yeah, yeah. And okay. then I turn it back on. But it was very interesting what um, Albanese said. So yeah, that is I, interesting. We'll have to Google it. Um, good flathead chat. Yeah, definitely. What I did want to talk about, and we've run out of time, so I'll have to get back into it next week. Is oh, we, we've still got... No, not to continue on. We... Um, we were talking about um, uh, tackle storage and stuff, and we only we got to hard bodies last week. And there's so many more um, soft plastics, metal slices, vibes. Yeah. So can we? Um, yeah, yeah. So it's, I wanted to continue on that. Yeah. Um, look, it's uh, it, the possibilities are endless, really. Wellsy just sent me another message. Said, "Yeah, proper old though his um, his." Bombers there, and they've never, never been in the water. Still in the in the box. How good's that? Good stuff, Wellsy. Yeah, that's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, some good old old lures, and, and you, everyone knows how we, how much we like our old lures, um, and like really old lures. When I was down at Conway Beach, half the houses down at Conway Beach are holiday houses, and half the other half are, are inhabited by old people who have obviously retired. So they've yeah. all, They've all got their tractors and their boats to launch off the beach and stuff like that. I drove past one place and it was a bit of a hoarder's house. Yes. So a lot were spotless, but Steptoe had this house. (laughs) And in his carport, he had his tractor and his tinny. Yes. But hanging from the rafters was rope. And hanging on that rope was old lures. And I just... Really? Yeah, and I just thought, oh, I'd love to go in there and Why have a look. Why don't you go and say hello? No. I did in the middle of the night. I've got them all in the back of my car. Oh, good <laughs> no, on you, mate. Yeah, you had all these old lures hanging underneath oh, his, his carport, and I thought that would be so cool to uh, to have a look what he's hanging. So You're going to hell, Gaz. I know, but it was a beautiful little place, and it's a place I thought if I won the... 100 million in Powerball on Thursday night, I wouldn't be sitting right here. Yes, no, fair enough. I'd be at Wilson's Beach or Conway Beach. Ryan's actually got some uh, fantastic tackle auctions that he sends to us. Who? Ryan. So, um, um, oh. We've got three Ryans we know Ryan Moody, Ryan Tully, and Ryan Arthurson. Arthurson? Yeah. Yeah, send some good um, tackle options to us. Yes. So I'll just have a look. His um, tackle boxes that hooked apparel sell for yeah, vibes yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm just... The uh, one you've got that I haven't I love got it. any. Well, you didn't want a one. Remember? I mean, there's no use. And I'm yeah. like, this is what I do with it. And they're brilliant. Just put your vibes in because I hate using vibes or soft plastics that are bent in any way, shape. Yes, or I form. know you do, so... Yep. Yep. But I uh, next week what we'll do I uh, we'll have a hooked apparel bag with all hooked apparel stuff in it only so vibes rod sleeves buffs that'll be good so it'll just be uh, a full on hooked apparel so jump we'll on. have to get a little bag organised for reeling veterans if that's all right well you've organised that not me well I'll come around and I'll grab what we I've need I've got no gear left you've got the stash <laughs> can't even look at me straight. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that'll be fine. We'll get some stuff and uh, don't forget. I'll uh, chuck some Noby lures in and so forth. We'll, we'll make it a very worthwhile. Have we got any um, Minn Kota shirts or hats or anything No, I've left? got hats and buffs. Okay. So all good. Yep, we'll, we'll sort that out. Did you just burp? <laughs> no, I laughed. All right, we've got about 10 minutes to go, guys. This is your last opportunity to get your bingo numbers in and win some of these fantastic prizes that we're talking about. We'll be back after this song and messages and we'll conclude our show. Cheers. Drop the bomb Mother, do you think they'll like this song? Try to break my balls
Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. I'm always in the mood for a great feed from Cleveland Bay Seafood. When it comes to the freshest seafood in North Queensland, it can't be denied. Cleveland Bay Seafood comes straight from the trawler and local fishermen to your plate. Our locally caught fish and seafood is all Australian, no imports here. This is why most Townsville restaurants source their seafood from us. So if you want the freshest and the best, think Cleveland Bay Seafood. And yes, we are a Townsville owned and operated business. Head to 305 Ingham Road, Garbutt, and you'll see why everyone loves Cleveland Bay Seafood, station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. Station Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. What are we, we're about three minutes away from 10 o'clock. It's that time of the morning where you're all sitting and waiting. Hopefully your numbers get drawn out. Well, Gas. Tracy's wouldn't have. She had to ring back and get her number. You didn't well, give I'm, it to her. 62, Trace. I'm pretty sure, I don't want to speculate here, but I'm pretty sure John O's away because... Tracy, because Joe's at, um, at Hair and Beauty by Tea this morning getting her hair done. Yeah. Going out on a special lunch with the girls. All right. So, and what did I do? Not give her a number? No. Not gave numbers out. Really? Hopeless. Oh, well, we've given a number. So, if you need your hair done or if you want your makeup done, formal time's coming up, but I reckon you might have left your run a little bit too late. Hair and Beauty by Tea. Look them up. Oh, you're right. You go down there and get. Well, I suppose. Leave it alone, Gary. Leave it alone. No hair on your head, mate, at all. No. Or your scrawny little body, but that's another story. I do story. have a nice Brazilian, though. All right, let's go. What's his name? <laughs> Daryl. <laughs> Stop it. 
Daryl, that's not a Brazilian name. Juan. <laughs> Juan is... Are you, no, that's are you Spanish. Are you joking? That's Spanish. Are you joking? <laughs> no. All right, go. Come on, give me a number. What are you giving away? Mate, it's up to you completely. Let's start with the Iron Man bag. Let's give away the Iron Man bag. Baby. It, well, it's got some hats in it. It's got uh, some Lures. Bits, bits and pieces. Some buffs. Good one. Got the spinning wheel today. Carried it up the stairs. Have you put a new bit of rubber on there? Yeah, I have. Last one broke. Oh, I burnt the last rubber out. <laughs> <laughs> Number 27. 27, 27. Oh, he's Courtney. What's well, Courtney? Jump on the phones, Courtney. You won yourself this awesome little bag with some hats. Probably Didn't she not want a number this morning? Yeah. And you forced her into it. And she's won, so how lucky are you? Unfortunately, there's only two hats for a family of four or five. But that's what's the good thing about fighting in your family. So jump on the phones, Courtney. You've won yourself the awesome bag. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning. Oh, good morning. For a young lady who didn't want to put her name in this morning, you've certainly lucked it up and won. Courtney? Yeah, it's been a little while and we haven't won for a little bit. Ah, awesome. Well, congratulations. You'll be able to pick up this groovy little bag any time after 11 o'clock from our show sponsor, Tackle World, today on Ingham Road. Thank you. Good on you, Courtney. Courtney. Have a lovely weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This awesome. Didn't want a prize. Now she's won one. Now she's won one. It's hers now. She'll claim it. Fantastic. What are we giving away now, Marty? Mate, let's go with the fibre finish a sticker, decal, rubber matting. Great for boats or rescues, etc. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll spin the wheel. Righty all. <laughs> the clowns come in today. <laughs> That is number 90. Number 90. That's one of yours, Marty. Right, Is Paul. Jump on the phone, Paul. You've won yourself this awesome measuring sticker thanks to the gang at Fibre Finish. So uh, some great stuff down there if you're doing some fibreglassing or anything like that. How good is that? Yeah, that's perfect. If you need your boat wrapped... Go and see Kai and Lenny and the gang over at Kai Signs. They do do the best wraps around. Absolutely Number 90. Fantastic. I yeah, put my boat through hell and back. And their 3M decal work that they use just doesn't budge. It decal? Is, it, it is the best decal. Decal? Decal? No, Sorry. no, please. I, I'm, I'm Number 90, Paul, me. jump on the phones. You've won yourself this awesome boat measuring sticker thanks to the gang. You're not even from Australia. Don't correct my English. I beg your pardon? Yeah, you pommy little git. Welsh. Oh, don't try and get fancy. Welsh, thanks. Different country. I want to hear your Brazilian accent again. You want to see it? Sound like you're choking. That was like Kevin Juan. Wilson's song. That was Juan. That's my Spanish. <laughs> Come on, Paul. Jump on the phone. You've won yourself this. We awesome will be singer. redrawing number ninety. Number ninety. That oh, is. You've made them nervous yeah, again. They do. He'll be in the truck and had to pull over, or in the car and had to pull over. Good morning, fishing show. Morning, Marty. It's James. How you doing? Hey, good, buddy. How are you? Good. Good, good. You calling in for Paul? Yeah, ringing on behalf of the old boy. Yeah, right. No dramas, buddy. Hey, he's won this really. Have you won one of these before? Or have you seen him? No, we've seen him, but we definitely have won one. Oh, well, awesome. cool. It's going to be great. Have, you and the old boy, you've, have you got a boat or is all land-based? Yeah, yeah, we got a boat. Oh, cool. Well, it's going to have pride and place on the boat, man. They're a really handy thing to have. Awesome. Good on you, mate. You can pick that up any time you're ready this week. Thanks, 
Thank you very much. Good on you, bloke. Stay safe, eh? Bye. See you, bud. See ya. Paul must have been slate. No. He's just all, he would have been trying to call his dad. Dad, you got to ring him. Yeah. Like, no, I'll call on behalf. $50 Cleveland Bay voucher thanks to Gordo and the gang at Cleveland Bay Seafoods. Big spin this well, one. Gordo, set the scene. Go and get some prawns. Yeah. Go sit down the strand. Watch the beautiful weather. Gunshot. <laughs> Number th- I think that you just shot a blank. I did. A good one too. Number 32. 32. <laughs> <laughs> 32 is Crystal. Jump on the phone, Crystal. You've won yourself a $50 Cleveland based seafood voucher courtesy of Gordo and the gang down there. Crystal's there. Speed dial. Come on, Marty. Before- oh, she's here already. Yeah. I was writing the name real quick. Yeah, she's on, got us on speed dial. Good I morning, think. fishing show. Good morning, fishing show. Oh, no. Good morning, it's Crystal. Hey, Crystal, you've won yourself a $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood voucher, courtesy of Gordon and the gang down there at Cleveland Bay Seafood. Oh, wonderful. That's amazing. Thank you. No, that's all right. You'll be able to pick that up from Cleveland Bay Seafood next door to Tackle World there. So when you get your fishing gear to chase some more (laughs) mackerel, you'll be able to get some seafood. I'm actually going in to see Tackle World tomorrow, so that'll be perfect. Awesome. What you win for, um, what prize do you get for the biggest mackerel in the ladies' comp last week? Tackle World um, voucher? I, um, no, I got a Yeti cup from Tackle World, and they engraved it with the ladies' comp logo on it. Awesome. And a couple of $100 vouchers as well. Ooh. Oh, there you go. Well done. All right, I'll drop that off at uh, Cleveland Bay Seafood, and it'll be behind the counter for you tomorrow. Amazing. Thank you so much, guys. Good Thanks, on you, mate. Crystal. See ya. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Crystal and the girls fished the Ladies' Day comp last week by the Game Fishing Comp in unfavourable conditions. No, it wasn't the best, they say. But there was a, a marlin court and some dolphin fish and mackerel. Crystal won the um, heaviest mackerel. Beautiful. So it was good. Oh, good on Good her. stuff. Way to go. That's it. We're over time as per usual. Prawns and mackerel. How good would that be? Yeah, yeah. Guys, thank you very much for... Good a on wonderful you, Marty. show today. Enjoyed talking about Flathead, and I certainly enjoyed uh, listening to your to your dam. And uh, actually, was speaking of that, um, um, who was it? Um, a Garuvian from Guru. Steve. Woodsy. No, no, oh, Woodsy. Woodsy, yeah. Woodsy rung up and uh, your your dam. He said that no, he doesn't think there's red claw in there. But he caught a heap of prawns, not cherubin. Cool. They, they look exactly the same as prawns. Big. Oh, I got prawns. nothing, Woodsy. I, I, well, prawns wouldn't fit in my. Oh, they would go in the opera house. Yeah, but yeah. There but was what none prawns would he be talking about? Because probably they weren't just little, no claws. No, probably just little freshwater shrimp. Oh, you said they're quite large. So. Yeah. Yeah. Eight a kilo of them. Mm, no, I didn't get any, and I didn't see any remnants of um, red claw around the bank like you do where the birds eat them or anything like that. So yeah. And like we always say, after this show is finished, don't be in a rush to change stations because there is some fantastic music on this station. Um, it's really cool. It's very, very um, unscripted, and it's well worth listening to. Gary, as I said before, thanks, mate. Wonderful. Good on you, Marty. Back. Good show today. Well done. Yeah, enjoy your break. I'm going to go for a bit of a fish. I haven't decided where yet. To our listeners, as we always say, please drive safe on that highway. It's getting busier and busier. Lots of caravanists around at the moment. So put your patience hat on before you leave the highway. Um, to everyone else, have a great week and join us again next Saturday from 7 o'clock to 10 o'clock on the North Queensland Fishing Show. The best show in the world. You got it, brother. <laughs>